We are back with another episode from the Stance Podcast, week 13. It is rivalry week. Can't wait. I'm excited. Jacob's throwing up the Clemson logo right now. Um, we will get to that later. He's just happy that they're finally back in the top 25. You know, I've learned as I get older, rankings don't matter, you know? So whether we're ranked or we're not, no biggies. <laughs> uh, do do wins kidding. matter then? Uh, yeah, it does. And this weekend will prove to you that because it is rivalry week. And I don't even know if I've talked enough shit to you yet. So here it Probably goes. Not. Just letting you know, the past 360 whatever S days we've had that we have owned the state and it has been amazing. I've loved it. I've reveled in it. I've bathed in it. And uh, here we are, ready to uh, defend the crown again. So, Jacob, as a Clemson Tiger, as a newly ranked Clemson Tiger, how's it going, buddy? It's going good, man. I'm beyond excited for this week. Now, because we're ranked one, that's an accomplishment I thought we would never get to after sitting at what we were four and four earlier this year. Yeah. Um, never thought you guys would ranked here- again. Ever. Yeah. Well, not, no. Again, next year, yes. But uh, this year, I didn't think we'd get here. But so I'm beyond excited about that. Um, but yes, I'm always excited for the Palmetto Bowl. Dude, and we're going to have a hell of a Saturday too. So mix it all together, one hell of a weekend. Do we call it the Palmetto Bowl? Because in that case, we're, we've gone to enough bowl games. If that's the case, I'll, I'll be happy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's a bowl Jacob. game for both of us this year. I mean, Jake, I've already said, I've already talked to you. Clint, how do you feel about this? this uh, Clemson hate week so far. What, what, what was Clemson ranked going into the last week of the regular season last year when they, when they played? I believe the uh, sitting at one yep. loss. Right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, rankings don't matter, man. I, I ain't worried about that at all. You could be ranked going into this week. I don't care. It's, I, I feel pretty confident. No, so. no, no, no. <laughs> Dude, I'm excited. I, I don't remember know last we... year, y'all. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm saying just last year, you remember y'all uh, got a little something-something from Mr. Connor Stallions, and uh, that's how y'all beat us last look, year. Look, oh, look, look, look. Oh, we're not going okay. to speculate. We're not going to speculate. <laughs> Why not? I mean, either way, you, you guys still couldn't stop us on offense, but we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, and it's a new year. It's a new year. Uh, but, okay, Listen. Clint, you're right. Rankings don't matter except for <laughs> the new rankings. But go ahead and give us your take first on this Clemson game. No, I was just going to say, I don't, I, I, y'all could pick too. What, what week do you like more? Do you like the first week of the season or do you like the last week with all the rivals? Because I, I honestly don't know. I'm so amped for both of them. Um, so very good question. I think I, think I like, like the, this one. Th- I think I like the last one. The first, it, it's different. It's a, you know, you, you, I'm sure Clint, you love all your kids equally, but different. The first week, we're just getting started, right? I'm excited, look forward. And this week, equally, it's a different. little, it, it's a little, it's a little bittersweet, right? Like, Man, season's almost over, but it's the greatest week we got. So I don't I mean, have listen, kids, but I feel like that was a fair analogy. If if, if Gavin <laughs> beats me on the season, I'll love him a little less. I ain't gonna lie. I'm just, there you go. That's what I was I'm just thinking. kidding. I'm just or kidding. you, or you should be proud of him that you raised the winner. Oh yeah, ooh. better than his old pops. <laughs> hey, you're right. That's 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 a good way to look at it, and that might be the case. We'll we'll see how this week yeah. plays out. But that that's a very good question because honestly. It, you want to say the first week because it's like a brand new year. Everybody's equal kind of deal. But then this, this week it's like, it's the most exciting week rivalry week, but it's like, Oh man, this is the last week of the regular season. Like I was telling Clint earlier, like this is the last week of the regular season ever for the PAC 12. Like rest mm. in peace. Hey, and divisions, a ton of divisions are going away. We got, yep. new can, we, can we just like, Oh my God. Can we do a moment of silence for the PAC 12?
Thank you. Um, RIP <laughs> to the Pac. RIP to the Pac-12. Oh man, Cheers, tell you what, this, this show gets uh gets better and better. I tell you what though, this week is way better than weeks like whatever week both our teams were going through a rough patch. So yes, I, I, feel, I just like how in in the moment of silence, right. Jacob's like, "I'm a drink." Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know if I was like respect or disrespect. No, it was respect. Because <laughs> right, the Pac-12 has been amazing this year. It really they has. Have. They have. All right. Well, speaking of the Pac-12 and speaking of rankings that actually do matter, let's real quick get into the new top twenty-five college football playoff rankings. Yes, Clemson is in there at what twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yep. At twenty-four. Congrats. In to between you guys. Tulane and Liberty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I almost said you should might as well just be unranked, but uh. Yeah, good for you guys getting back on the board. Um, but the the big story again, going back to the Pac-12 is Washington making that jump to number four. Florida State dropping out to number five. We talked a little bit about it in the group chat. I don't know if it was obviously the narrative in your head makes it seem like okay, Travis gets hurt and what they just drop him now. Obviously, Washington had a big win over Oregon State. Florida State struggled a little bit with what was it North Alabama, South Alabama? I can't remember at this point. Well, it was North Alabama, but it was 13 nothing. but then it ended up being 58-13, so right. struggle. So, so, yeah. so, yeah, they handled business. Look, look at the end at the end uh, score right there. Um, Jacob, I'll start with you first. Is this just, hey, let's let's not put the focus on Jordan Travis, not not any disrespect to him, but look, Washington beat a good team um, on the road, so you know what, they, they maybe deserve this, this jump into the number four spot. Yeah, it feels like throughout the whole year, fans, analysts, us, I was kind of waiting for Washington to falter at some point. They had a tough schedule, and I think that is the reason why they, they're undefeated with that tough schedule, and that's why they jumped Florida State. It wasn't anything Florida State did, honestly, this week. Uh, you could sit here and tell me about Jordan Travis, and that was super unfortunate. You hate to see that. We said it last pod. Um, but it wasn't anything Florida State did because they trounced North Alabama. And this is still set up like they do when the first rankings come out. It's set up for things to change in the correct way where it all is going to end right. It feels like um, where, you know, if Florida state wins out, beats Florida this week and then beats Louisville, they're in. I don't see how they could be left out even with Jordan Travis being gone. So like them dropping is what I thought would happen because just Washington has a better win, but um, they still have all it's, it's up to them still. And other position groups can step up besides the quarterback at Florida State. And this team is one of the best, is the best team in the ACC, as you've seen. So they're they're perfect. They're in a good spot still. If they went out, they're getting in. Yeah. I just yeah, don't know I mean, how, yeah. like if you're going into that, after that, you know, the last week we just had, like what could have Florida State done? Because and we've talked about this that resume has apparently been the most important thing. Like, who have you beaten? What they won by forty five points, Florida State. Who? What number did they need to hit for them not to drop? And that, that it kind of bugs me a little bit. Looks if it was a close game against a team they sh- you know, should definitely have beaten by a lot. I, I could understand that, but that's tough when you you already have them ranked four. They win by forty five and you drop them. That's that's just odd to me. Uh, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, at least they're consistent, man. Like Jacob was saying, it's it's who you beat. It's not really how you beat them. Just as long as you're beating good teams, you're 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 going to be ranked pretty high. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously we have to take it. It's just uh, and and Jacob, you might be right. It might, this might work out to where Florida State hops right back in. But still, like you, what should Florida State just not have even played this week? Like, 
or this past week because you know they went by forty five and dropped the ranks. That's kind of crazy. It's almost like they had a bye week. Um, so I, I just find that interesting. Otherwise, I mean, it's it is what it is, and this is going to be a huge week. I know they're playing Florida, and not many people are high on Florida right now, but it's these rivals, man. You never know. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's going to be. It's weird. You almost want to like reset at you know once the season's over and be like, all right, let's take another step back and go look at the whole resume, look at everything, which I'm assuming they're doing as the season's going. But I'm kind of with you, Clint, too. It's like as much as they come on the the selection show and like explain their process and explain why, like I still feel like things are not. And again, it's it's the human part of it, but like there's really not a lot of consistency. I feel like I almost just like why can't we just get a live feed in there and just listen to them figure this whole this whole thing out, like. Um, like, 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 I mean, I, access pass. Actually, I disagree a little bit with the consistency. I feel like they're like over consistent, it's like strictly resume based. Yeah, and gotcha. I feel like they're not even accounting for the nuance. Like, yes, well, of course, they played the nobody team, but they destroyed them. Um, well, by so that case, the, like, it's just tough. I'm sorry, Clint. No, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but the by that case, Washington technically, I think, has the strongest strength of schedule out of anybody in the nation, don't they? So why are they at four? They've well, done have nothing to but prove. Especially when and win and win and win. These other teams have played trash teams. The thing is, Florida State opened up with LSU and they end with North Alabama. Everyone else has flip-flopped. They're starting out with trash teams. That's true. And now we're playing commerce teams at the end. So yeah, I get it. You're like It's a recency, what have you done for me lately type thing, but everybody else has played cupcake teams, if you will, and beat them by X amount of points. Yeah. It's, just it's not as bad as the schedule. BCS was, though, with that, though. I feel like the BCS, like, well, right. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, Washington, it, by that same argument, like, they should honestly be above Michigan, especially Michigan, because they've had a much harder schedule. And you could even say that they could be one or two. So, I mean, it could go a lot right. of different ways, but these games will be played and it'll figure itself out, I, I hope, this year. So, I mean, yeah, one way or the other. Obviously, there's a whole lot of scenarios that. We could spend a whole hour on figuring out that we'll definitely get to as the time gets closer and once we've finished up these championship games. Um, but if you guys are ready, if you guys don't have anything else on that, I don't know what you were looking up, Clint, research-wise, um, before we move on to the the our our picks. And then the I was just comparing schedules. Yeah. Um, okay. But now I'm good. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Well, Clint, let's go to our weekly picks. Uh, who won the week? Who's got overall? And what do we got to do to uh, for you to beat Gavin? And then we'll get into the top 25. <laughs> Listen, hey, Daddy just needs uh, like a two-game win this week. That's all I need. And uh, I feel, feel kind of bad like bringing the bringing this like segment, if you will, in because knowing what the answer is, so I don't want to come. I, but I just, I just you have the answer, so I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. I tell. mean, and listen, this it's honestly it's awesome, right? Like a seven-year-old son. This is what's crazy. This is why I love college football. Is because it's so nuts sometimes. Is that you can have a seven-year-old come come in here and, and pick off of colors and mascot like faces and be better than some dude that actually pays attention to what's going on. I'm kind of an idiot, so that may not be like a great assessment. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's that's how that's why college football is so fun because week to week, man, you just never know. Um, but listen, like I said, I. I be coming on kind of strong here as of late. Don't want to jinx myself, but I feel confident, uh, which is a good thing because JC, man, you, you look pretty confident yourself. Won the week, thirteen and six overall, one twenty and ninety four. Buddy, how you feeling? 
I'm feeling good, man. Uh, a few weeks back, Jacob was making a little <laughs> run at me, and uh, I was worried. Not gonna lie, he he was creeping up slowly. Uh, I'm still not completely satisfied. You know, I don't. You know, beggars don't need to be choosers and all, but I still got a few side bets that I need to win. Um, so if I need to take a slide on a couple hits, I can afford it to get the ones I really need to hit. But <clears throat> to be sitting here that many games over 500 in a long season, um, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little happy about that. So things things are going <laughs> well on that front. The the way you answered, I don't know if you remember Talladega Nights with Ricky Bobby when they're like <laughs> interviewing him, and he's like, "How do you feel about the movie?" Whatever he's like, "Car ran real good, car car ran good," and like, it's like that's, yeah. Same I don't way. know what to do with my hands. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously you're on fire, having having a good little streak here to finish out the season. Jacob is sitting number two overall. He had a ten and nine week. Uh, he is now six games back. Jacob, you know, the lead is starting to get a little lengthy. How do you feel about this week? Well, it's not what I needed, to be honest with you. I'm still satisfied picking against the spread where I'm going above 500. 10 and 9 is just above 500. Um, so I, I was happy with that as a standard week, but that's not what I needed because um, he had three games on me going in this week, and now I gave him three more. So I'm six games back with the last week coming up. Now, luckily, we have 23 games to pick this week so there is that slight chance but i need to completely swing and hit all my home runs this week to be honest with you so uh but props to jc man he's he's been doing this he's kind of kept me at bay ever since i kind of came running back here so i mean props to him but i'm, I'm coming for you this week one yeah, last honestly, one last tw- go 20, 23 games is a little worrisome i mean that's a big slate uh and, and yep. you can make up some ground so either either you're gonna have you know, we're going to call it the greatest comeback of all time or the greatest fall of all time. So, but neither would be, would be good. And, and listen, like if you want to like a crazy week to make a big comeback, rivalry week is the week to do it because you just never know. So, Hey, listen, anything can happen. Um, sitting at third overall for the year. Don't be shaking your Jersey anymore. I mean, listen, third overall for the year is, uh, uh, Gavin at 110 and 104. Uh, he had a nine and 10 week. So good for me because I went 12 and seven this week. I was second for the week and I'm just one game off of being out of last place and at 109 and 105, but I'm over 500. That was my goal considering how most of this year went. Uh, so I am feeling pretty good. My picks have been a little bit better when I start picking with my heart and not reading all the analytics. I do a little bit better. And you can guarantee that's what I'm going to do this week, especially during a week like this. So uh, I know y'all are looking at each other, hoping y'all can fend the, JC can fend the, his lead and Jacob can maybe make a comeback. But I've, I've got all y'all on my sites. I'm just letting you know now. So watch out. Clint, just, Clint might go. just go 23 and 0 and just <laughs> Let's go. run this thing. Shock the but world. Yeah, see, it's not about the analytics. Storm in that field. You got you to go off your brain. And that's why when I try to explain to you guys while I'm feeling a certain way about a game, you guys are looking at me like I'm psycho and it works. I'm just trying to explain my process. I don't know what's going on in here. I just, but I got to let you guys know. And then, you know, if it's, it's been working. So we're going to keep it up. Yeah. That's fair. We, That's fair. We're, we're going we're to keep up with it. So, um, you know, my, my picks aren't quite how Gavin does it, but, you know, they're maybe not far off. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Well, I, I I will say this right before we get into the top twenty-five. Now that I think about it, Jacob, I am actually appreciative of you guys being in the rankings because now this game is going to count towards our stats. So yes, yes. 
uh, it's been a while if for the the Gamecocks to for uh, besides all that, well, we played a, a, a whole bunch of ranked teams. So now that you said that, when's last time the South Carolina has been ranked? Uh, last year, dude. Oh, last we, year, we were ranked last year. I think we were ranked last year for a minute. I think There's yeah, no we, way. Think we, no, going into the bowl game, were we ranked? Yeah, because we won Tennessee and Clemson. I think we went into the bowl game. I don't know if that counts. I feel like, but... I, I feel like they jumped us like like yeah, maybe like twenty five. I don't know though, because we. I don't man, remember honestly. Yeah, I don't remember six. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So we're gonna do a little bit differently this week. Obviously, normally we go through the top twenty five based on number one, all the way down to twenty five. But with it being holiday, the being Thanksgiving, um, we're gonna go in the order of how the game is gonna be played, just to make it easier on us. Um, which when, when Saturday gets here, it'll it'll be more of the order of teams. What as far as Thursday um, and Friday goes, we'll keep it in the order, and then we'll kind of get back on track for Saturday's slate. So that being said. Um, on Thursday, on Thanksgiving, before we get in, I just want to say thankful for you guys and for putting up with with this stuff all year and uh, making the uh, the efforts, the sacrifices. Everyone's had different things going on, and people been traveling and and doing things in different places. So, you boys are the best. Appreciative of you guys. Appreciate it to the to the few and the that listen to us. And uh, hopefully, we'll keep this uh, train rolling. The few, the proud, the Marines. That's, Dude, that's what, what I thought. I thought that was about. To, I was about to say, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey listen nah. jacob's kind of been the anchor just because i mean he is always front and center the moment i log on he is ready to roll in the same yep. spot with the same Functual. neon lights and his ugly freaking hoodies dumb yes, clips orange but listen <laughs> you've been the rock appreciate you no nah, i appreciate y'all too man jc you you doing all the recordings and getting all the stuff put out on social media and putting up the pod and then, Clint, you going through traveling across the world and everything. It's been a hell of a year. It's been fun. That's the main thing, boys. It's been, it's been really fun, fun dude. It has yep. been fun. And I feel like we're kind of, even though this seems like it's ending, I feel like we're about to get into a whole new season with, with the playoffs and the bowl games because we don't really know what to expect on, on our end, how the way the scheduling is going to go and the crazy games and stuff. So we'll be kind of figuring out on the go. Yep. So we'll see. All right. Well, let's get into it. So Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving night, I guess. We got number 12, Ole Miss traveling to Mississippi State taking the Bulldogs. Ole Miss 10-point favorites over Mississippi State. Jacob, how you uh, feeling on this one? You know, Mississippi State has been probably one of the more dis- disappointing teams this year, um, especially in the SEC because Vanderbilt's been the worst, but you know we kind of expected that. Um, but Will Rogers has still been there, and that it's just been a disappointing year, and I think it's that time of the year, obviously, to to, to point these these kind of things out. Um, five and six is not where they expected. I know they lost their head coach as well with uh, rest in peace, Mike Leach. Uh, that happened in this off season, right? Um, it's been such a long year. I think it happened this off season, this past yeah, off so. season. Yeah, so I mean, they've had a, a lot stacked against them this year, but uh, still with the same quarterback, Will Rogers. You thought that he would. Uh, have a little bit better year, but I think it just as a team, it's not been going well. So, um, and w- I remember saying in the last podcast that Ole Miss is th- exactly like Penn State. They'll crush these teams, and you're only giving me 10 points for them to cover. I'm going to take Ole Miss in this game because they're going to crush this team and finish the year 10 and 2, which is another great year for Lane Kiffin. Um, and yeah. this is the Egg Bowl, and uh, weird things can happen. We're going to say that a lot this podcast because it's rivalry week, but um, this is not one that I'm going to be. Chalking up as like an upset or a surprise, so Ole Miss minus ten. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, usually years past, this game has been 
kind of wild and close and scrappy and you have, you know, guys acting like they're peeing on a football like a like a dog and subsequently get a penalty and they miss field goal. All kinds of crazy stuff happens in this rivalry. However, Mississippi State is not good this year. Um going through a lot, you know, they're just haven't been haven't been good at all, obviously. So uh with Ole Miss the way they're rolling, um, I know they kind of play like third fiddle. It seems like as of late to Alabama and LSU, kind of like Jacob brings this up a couple times, the, the Penn State behind old or, uh, Ohio State and Michigan. But they're still a good team. Um, so I got Ole Miss here. I'll lay the points, and I, I think it's going to pr- be a pretty convincing win. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I don't have <clears throat> too much to say on this. Um, I think maybe the first quarter might be competitive, but after that I think Ole Miss's offense is too strong and uh if you're gonna comp- you know compare defenses and some of the athletes i'll still take old miss um over mississippi state so yeah give me old miss uh to cover the 10 all right well let's i mean th- what's what's great about this week man is we're already getting into to some playoff uh situations early on so friday 8 30 kickoff oregon hosting oregon state this is the Civil War, as they call it. Oregon is 14-point favorites. The over-under, 62-and-a-half. Jacob, who are we going with in this one? You know, you want to, with that big of a spread, with a rivalry game and Oregon State still being a good team. You saw they only lost to Washington last week by just two. Um, they still have... They, they they lost a lot to play for, like to to get to that next level to to make a push for the playoffs. But and you wonder how that will affect them. But this game means a lot to Oregon because we're not going to get into the the deep weeds on this. But Oregon, if Bama wins the SEC championship and Oregon wins their Pac-12, it's going to be hard to put Oregon in over Bama. I think. Um, so Oregon has to win this and look very convincing and then hope that Georgia still wins theirs, I believe, um, to knock them out. So I think Oregon's going to come in here and be like what Bo Nix did last week, which is still a wild thing to say. He threw 400 yards, I think, and six touchdowns in the first half. I don't know if he'll do that against this defense because this defense is very good. But I will say this defense is very good against just mainly the run. Um, they are They are suspect when it comes to uh, defending the pass, and that's what Bonex can do, as you see. So, uh, 14 is still a lot, but I'm going to take Oregon here. I like it. Oh, man. I, I think I'm actually going to go Oregon State here, and it's not because I, it, it still might look like a convincing win for Oregon. 14 just seems like a lot to me. And uh, Jacob, you brought up they, they only lost to Washington by two, and they, the, their other loss, they, or no, the other two losses, let me look. I see Arizona, they lost by three. Oh. Yeah, about three apiece, I think. And then um, they lost to – where was their other one? Oh, and Washington State, they lost by three. So when Oregon yep. State loses, they, they don't lose by a whole lot. Uh, get it, Oregon's play out of their mind. I love Oregon right now. It'd be awesome to see them destroy for the rest of the year and force their way in um, to the playoffs as a one-loss team. Uh, I do think they still win. However, I think 14 is just a little rich, uh, especially in a week like this. So give me Oregon State, and I'll take the 14. Yeah, this is going to be a. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting one. Um, Oregon State's defense, obviously, versus um, that offense. But man, the way Nick's is playing right now, uh, I don't like these spreads, man, at all. But yeah, give me Oregon. Give me the Ducks, man. Uh, a little statement <laughs> win, getting into the playoffs, and getting ready to uh, take on Washington, more than likely. 
Clint, what you do have going for you is Dan Letting uh, said that um, he told DJ Youngalele, remember the the quarterback for Oregon State, he his brother plays for the Oregon's defense, and he told, yeah, go hit your brother, go hit him hard, go hit DJ hard for me this weekend. Really? So there, there's something personal oh, there. Man. So you may have go. a good pick there. We'll see. Shoot, like I'll be tuning into that one for sure. Oh, man. All right, <clears throat> next one. Um, Again, this is still Friday, Black Friday. Texas hosting Texas Tech. Texas, 14-point favorites over the Red Raiders. Quinn Ewers obviously back, playing pretty well. Um, Texas outside looking in, just trying to you know finish off the season, get to the Big 12 championship, and see if they can't sneak their way into the playoff. Um, but yeah, 14 points. Jacob, how do you feel on that one? You know, this this game, I, I, I was kind of thinking about, okay, rivalry week. Who does Texas play normally on the rivalry week? And then Texas Tech came to mind. I was like, is that really who they play? Because they don't really have, like, um, their biggest rival is Oklahoma. So, um, but this this has still a rich history. Uh, this game, 14 points is a lot, and I've said that before. Um, originally, I think when this opened, it was 12 and a half, and I was like, okay, yeah, Texas Tech can, can cover that. So, moving to 14, I'm like, ah, man. I know Quinn Ewers is back, but this is still just the second game with a with a new running back with Jonathan Brooks out, um, and I, this he may have a little bit of a better chance to get his feet, you know, stuck in the ground and you know push towards a a playoff chance here. But um, fourteen points here to me is still a lot because Texas has had a lot of one score games um, and a lot of ten point games finishing that way, uh, including last week at at um, Iowa State. It was only a ten point win. Um, they just had trouble closing teams out in the fourth, and that's that's what makes it these close games. And you're going to give me 14. I'm going to take Texas Tech here. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel the same way, man. Texas Tech last they've won their last three straight: TCU, Kansas, UCF. I uh, I don't want to say Texas is doing its thing where it, it like pulls a Texas and it just keeps playing down to its opponents because earlier in the season they really weren't, but maybe it seems like now they kind of are. Um. I'm going to go Texas Tech here. Uh, I feel like Texas Tech is feeling kind of confident coming into this game. Not Maybe not the win outright, but for it at least be close. Uh, I do believe Texas wins, but I'll, I'll take the 14 points and Texas Tech. I feel like they I feel like they have enough to kind of keep this close. Quinn Ewers, I don't know exactly how he's feeling, still coming back from that injury. He's had a couple games that are about now, but still it just something. It's not quite all there yet. Uh, for Texas. So give me Texas Tech. Yep. It's going to be a clean sweep across the board, guys. Um, I'm with Texas Tech as well. I just think rivalry game, like, like Clint said, Texas Tech has been rolling. They played quality opponents, obviously, in that conference. They played well. So, yeah, I, I think Texas is going to win the game, but if you're going to give me 14, yeah, give me Texas Tech all day. Uh, moving on, the number nine team in the nation, that's Missouri. They're traveling to Arkansas, a struggling Arkansas team. That's a 4 p.m. kick on Black Friday. Mizzou opens up as nine-point favorites. How we like that, Jacob? Man, this is this is one of the hardest teams to predict, this Arkansas team this year. Um, just, just the last five games, they played FIU 144-20. They lost to Auburn the week. Before that, forty-eight to ten, and y'all saw who beat New Mexico State beat Auburn, thirty-one ten last week. Um, and then they played at Florida, where a lot of people don't go and win, and they they somehow pulled one out in overtime. Um, then they lost to Mississippi State seven to three, which was an abysmal game. And then they lost to Bama the week before that, just by three. This team is up and down. It's been a, a nightmare to try to pick um their games this year. 
Um, I know Missouri's good, so that's what I'm going to lean on here. Um, so I'm going to take Missouri minus nine, but this is I'm not confident because this is KJ Jefferson's last game, I think, isn't it? He's a senior, I believe. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Missouri, but I'm not confident in it. I don't, I don't know if y'all heard. I, th- I think it came out that Arkansas is actually going to stick with Sam Pittman for next year. I know that he was kind of on the hot seat, especially how the last little bit of the season's played out. Um, yep. But I think they did come out and say that Sam's going to stay. Um, and I think he is like a player's coach. I think the players love playing for him. So uh, maybe that's a boost and it is enough for them to maybe pull out something crazy this week. I don't think so. I, I'm with you, Jacob. I, I like Missouri. They've been playing great football all year. And it's not when you just coach that well and you scheme that well. I mean, it just leaves not a whole lot of room for error. Um, you're not relying on talent to just kind of play crazy football and win you games. Uh, they play smart football, and they win a lot of football doing it. So give me Missouri, and I'll, I'll lay the points. I will say, if they would have let Sam Pittman go, I know it's been a, uh, a rough year, not ideal, but also playing in, in the one of the tougher conferences in all of college football, it still would have surprised me. Obviously, they've been dealing with some injuries here and there, but look, this I've been, you know, you know, early in the season, been kind of like, hey, you never know what you're going to get with Arkansas. But look, if you're not a believer in this Missouri team yet, I don't know what kind of football you're watching. They're ranked number nine for a reason. Um, yeah, I, I think this is Missouri by double digits. So I'm kind of surprised at the nine points. They, they don't seem to really have a game where they don't put it all together and they're balanced and they got the athletes to do it on the outside and in the run game. Brady Cook making the right decision. So giving Missouri, I think it's going to be Missouri big. Um, big statement win for them. Oh, man. All right, let's move on to the Big Ten. Uh, and we're going to get into a, a pretty big spread here. Uh, number 11, Penn State traveling to East Lansing to take on Michigan State and the Spartans. Penn State's 21-point favorites. Um, obviously, they're going to be on the outside looking in, uh, it, it appears, uh, for the, the Big Ten championship game. But over-under is only at 42.5. Jacob, you like this 21 or is it too much? I actually do like this 21, um, and I know this is a night game at Michigan State, but there's not a whole lot to be confident in with Michigan State. I think they're just trying to bide their way to the end of this year, this last game. Um, they're four and seven, so they're not going to make a bowl. So this is truly their last game. And Have uh, they tur- torn down that stadium yet? <laughs> not that I've heard. Well, when the school shuts down, I figure they're just going to bulldoze it anyway, so I didn't know where they were playing. Maybe, um, but uh, yeah, this is uh, it's a lot of points. But uh, just like I said earlier, that this is what Penn State can do. Um, they they will turn around and just crush this team sometimes. So I'm gonna take and Penn State plus is uh, eight and three against the spread this year. I I'm gonna take Penn State minus twenty one. Yeah, I feel the same way. Listen, Penn State, their offense is okay. It's not great. It's not spectacular. It's not terrible. They rely on that defense. And when uh, Michigan State plays a good defense, they do not do well. Um, Obviously, they haven't had the greatest of years. And um, I don't think this is going to be one of those outlier games. They're going to face a really good defense in Penn State, one of the tops in the nation. And they're going to struggle. They may not score a touchdown all game. Um, So give me me Penn State, and I'll lay the twenty-one. Yeah, I'm with you boys as well. It probably won't be a hot start because it never it never is with Penn State. Um, yeah, again, like Michigan State is going to not be as cool here in a couple of years. They just, I'm just telling you, that's Jesus. unfortunately. I've been saying it. Look, unless 
Unless Tom Izzo just, they win a national championship in basketball. They got to shut this thing down, man. Too many weird things going on. People getting locked <laughs> up for the for similar activities. I so, just need you to pick that against me. Like, um, I can't, we well, can't be picking the same games, same team. I guarantee you, uh, I mean, I will, like I said, I've already gotten these written down, so I'm not copying what you're saying. Uh, uh, I agree. The next I one, we're, 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 probably, we're probably picking different. But yeah, give me Penn State to 21. It won't, it won't be early, probably. More than likely, probably won't even be by halftime. But third into the fourth, they'll be up by 21 and finally shut this thing down. So, and with, with the next game I'm talking about, that's Oklahoma, ranked number 13, hosting TCU. This is a noon kickoff on Black Friday. So, if you guys are doing some shopping, pause it around noon. You got to watch this game because this is the biggest game of Friday for me personally <laughs> um, and for this other gentleman over here in the Carolina hoodie. So, 10 point spread. Oklahoma's way uh, over under at 63 and a half. Jacob, we might differ on this one. Who you got? I, I made these picks yesterday, so I'm not going to go against it unless something crazy has happened like an injury. I'm actually picking TCU here. Um, oh, boy. Plus 10. Yeah. I, Oklahoma is just, they've been struggling these past several weeks. I mean, they've lost two. Um, out of the last five, two out of the last four, really. Um, but they're on a heater, I guess. But they they beat BYU last week by one score, and they they beat West Virginia. Um, but man, TCU beat Baylor last week, but they have not looked great, honestly. Um, but just Oklahoma, man, I just haven't seen them pull away from teams late like they should be doing. I said it in last pod about the defense; it doesn't seem to be there. Um. But, man, I, it's going to be hard for me to, to see Oklahoma winning by 20. Now they could possibly win by 13, and I could still lose this, this you know, plus 10. But I, until I see different, I'm going to take TCU here, plus 10. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Um, it's almost like they need Gabriel to have amazing games to, to, to win. That's Oklahoma. Um uh, TCU, I, you know, I'm not super confident or confident in this pick, uh, but like like you mentioned, Jacob, the way Oklahoma's played as of late this past few games, they haven't been dominating a whole lot of teams. And if you're, you're telling me I get TCU in 10 points, uh, I wouldn't be a surprise if Oklahoma covers, but with the trends that's been going on, I, I got to go TCU and uh, give me the 10 points. And uh, I, I do need Oklahoma to win outright, though, because – uh, I can't be buying no Iowa jersey. Yeah. Oh man, I, I'm not. I'm actually pretty surprised that we're we're all going to be on the same page on this one. Um, no matter what the spread was in this one, I was going to pick TCU because I just have to now. It's the last last game that I even have a chance of winning this bet of Oklahoma losing three games, and I need Oklahoma to lose three games because I I pretty much any take that I've had this entire year stands on that, and I'm going to lose all credibility pretty much if that doesn't happen. So. Um, a lot of pressure on TCU. Again, I'll be a horned frog on Friday if you see me out and about. But you didn't. Um, <laughs> might be wearing maybe a, maybe a mascot. So tough. Who, who knows? But uh, anyway, yeah, give me TCU. TCU across the board. So I, I think I think we're all gonna start differing though as soon as we get into some of these bigger games. So I, w- I do want to say this quickly. TCU was in the national championship game last year. I know they lost a lot, but they're five and six right now. Are they really not going to make a bowl? Like they have to beat Oklahoma, obviously, to make a bowl. But like, they're going to go for the national yeah. championship, all the way to not making a bowl. Like that's kind of wild. Yeah, I mean, you you lose your quarterback, you lose your OC, you lose some other players, couple um, corners and, and stuff. And you know yeah. what? 
five, five and seven still might make a bowl this year based on team GPA and some other factors because there's a lot of bowls and not enough qualifying teams. So, but uh, you're right, you know, um, a lot of drop off and they might not make a bowl. We'll see. We'll see. Speaking of uh, a team that is definitely going bowling and is still ranked in the top 25 and is actually going to the Big Ten Championship game, that would be the Iowa Hawkeyes. They're traveling to Nebraska to take on the Cornhuskers. Nebraska is two and a half point favorites. I don't know if Iowa's been the underdog all year because they've been absolutely not dominating people but winning games. Um, so, yeah, somehow Nebraska is favored. I don't understand. Nebraska pretty terrible, um, at least early on when I watched Jeff Sims call the ball up a lot. Um, but, yeah. Jacob, how do you feel about this, and uh, why are you picking Iowa to win this game? <laughs> well, Iowa's defense is the only reason they've been alive this year and the only reason why anybody's picked them, and I think the reason why I'm going to pick them. Um, it is weird seeing that they're not favored here because I think that that honestly points more at the committee. Is like, why the hell do you have this team at 17 if, if they're going to be – not favored at a five and six team like that. That tells you all you need to know. And I don't even know if you said the over under. I think this is the new record, and it seems to be a new record every week. Of the over under for this game is twenty six and a half. Wow, twenty six and a half. This is the first time ever. That's going to be over. Absolutely wild, honestly. But uh, yeah, I, I'm going to take Iowa plus two and a half. Not confident about it. Never have, and probably never will in my life bet on an Iowa spread. Um, don't do it, but I'm going to take Iowa plus two and a half and my final score is going to be 17, 13. So they will go over. Um, but I will win 17, 13. I like it. I, I don't Obviously I don't want to go Iowa, but I'm, I'm gonna, I mean, I, I'm with you, JC. I don't understand why Nebraska is favored in this game either. Um, it, the only way I probably would have picked Nebraska if it was Iowa minus like four more, like I, it's just a weird line for me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe Vegas knows something we don't, which is entirely possible. But um, no, I'm gonna take Iowa. I'll lay, or I'll take the two and a half. And I predict, uh, let's say, thirteen six. So under guys, something yeah. something just popped in my head. I don't know if it was a football guy whispering in my ear or something, but I. It kind of makes sense. It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. I'm just going to go with it. I was going to pick Iowa 20 to something, but some little voice in my head just said, based on the whole, how the year went, based on the offensive coordinator and the joke of the 25 points, Iowa is going to win this game 26 to 16. They're going to score, I don't know if not the most points either, but they're going to get over 25. They're going to win oh 26 God. to 16. So you think they're going to cover That's... the over by themselves? Oh my God. Or, yeah. or damn near. Yeah, dude. Right at it. Yeah. yeah, dude, because cause football is weird and that's what's going to happen. I like it, dude. This is, this, that's the kind of pick this week calls for, so well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that game. Uh, that's also at noon, so I won't be watching. I'll be watching Oklahoma yeah. TCU while I'm fighting yeah. people for a 55-inch plasma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Number 23 ranked Tulane, ranked higher than Clemson, hosting UTSA. <laughs> Tulane's three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, they'd be favored at least six and a half over Clemson, but UTSA is a conference opponent. So, Jacob, why is Tulane ranked higher than you guys, and and what's your pick? Their opponent UTSA is probably ranked higher than South Carolina. So, lick nope, my they're ass. They're three and dude. eight. They're three and eight. They're three and eight. They're freaking a good team. Not they're seven zero. This is actually a really important game for they the are conference. Team, yeah. 
Yeah, they're both of these teams are seven zero in the conference, so this is actually a really important game. Um, it, the spread is is qu- like quite close. Oh my bad, half, I, my bad. I, I said three and eight. I was thinking about Liberty UTEP, not UTSA. No, they're I eight apologize. and three. I was about to say yeah, I, yes, I, yes, I straight bad, up was like, what game are we picking? Because I'm yeah, yo, okay. my bad. I was, <laughs> I was on UTEP, dude. No, yeah, yeah. the Roadrunners are That's the probably other, ranked other, higher. Other yeah, like the thirties or forties or fifties, whatever. Than South Carolina. Um, just to let you know. So yeah, Tulane's good, okay, but well, I think we're we not would playing be Saturday. You are. <laughs> we're gonna so you guys um, lose to us. Remember, you lost to UTSA. <laughs> you had to look back at it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, man. Right. Go ahead. Uh, so it's, it's rival week, man. I can't not say anything back to you. That's right, as you should. Uh, but yeah, UTSA here. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take them plus three and a half. This is a very important game for both teams. I think Tulane's been kind of skating by some of these weeks. Um, they're a good team, but they haven't been super impressive. Only beating Tulsa by two. Only beating ECU by three. Um, beating Rice by two. Uh, North Texas by one score. Like they've been skating by, and um, UTA UTSA is beating some of these teams pretty handily that Tulane played. So. Um, you're gonna give me three and a half. I'm, I'm gonna take it. Big game. All right, Clint, what you got? I'm actually gonna go the other way. Um, kind of. I don't know. Not doubted Tulane, but it seems at least as of late, up until as of late, Tulane they would win, but not by a ton. I think lately though they've started to separate themselves a little bit. I think they've hit that that stride right at the right time of the year where they're just winning team or winning games uh, confidently. Give me two lane. I'll lay the three and a half. Um, haven't watched a single game of theirs all year uh, as a disclosure. And guess what? I won't be watching this one. No offense, but it's just the way it goes sometimes. But hey, I'm rooting for you. I'll, I'll, I'll box score the hell out of it. So uh, I'll lay the points with two lane. You probably saw some highlights. They played Ole Miss early in the year. Maybe. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, watched, a little, bit. Yeah. I watched yeah. a little too late. Yeah. There you go. Well, this is my take. UTSA, UTSA. They're the Roadrunners, right? I believe so. Yep. Pretty positive. Yep. Dude, one of the best best cartoons maybe of all time, top five, is that little yeah. Roadrunner guy. True. I'm picking both teams, right? So, in regulation, give me UTSA in the points. It's going overtime, but Tulane wins by a touchdown. So, give me Tulane by six. Ooh. Okay. I don't know why we've never picked both teams before, guys. But we can do it. Because it's illegal. Oh, well, I just did it, so... Before you fight somebody for the 55-inch. Uh, yeah, I'm actually not doing that, but, um, you know, it could, could be fun. All right, Saturday slate, here we go. We're going to actually go in order now from the ranked teams. It's moving on, uh, all, all the way to the end. So, number one team in the country, the Georgia Bulldogs traveling to Atlanta. Um, I don't know if they play outside of Georgia more than two times this year. This is insane. Um, they're traveling to Atlanta. Taking on Georgia Tech, 7.30 kick, over-unders at 59.5. Georgia is 24-point favorite. Jacob, the team that played Georgia Tech recently as a team that's ranked behind Tulane, how does this Georgia Tech team keep up with Georgia? You again with the Tulane thing. Come on, man. Uh, dude, honestly, I feel like this is a, a look-ahead game for Georgia. 24 is a lot. Georgia Tech is comparable. I think Georgia could even go up maybe 31-7 early. You know, like in, even at halftime, they're the much better team. They could probably cover this in their sleep if they wanted to. But I feel like they're going to try to rest their players, and it'll be a backdoor cover. 
because 24 is a lot against a decent team with Haynes King. He's played really well. He's got good stats besides the amount of turnovers he's had this year. Um, I'm going to take Georgia Tech to cover this game. I think Georgia's not going to try to press anything here. I think they've proven to the committee that they deserve, uh, they're deserving of the number one ranking. Um, I could easily be wrong because if they do somehow lose to Bama in the SEC championship, they'll be sitting right there, four, five, six. I don't know what they're going to do. So maybe they'll look at it and they need to blow them out 60 to nothing. And Georgia's capable of that. Um, but man, I, I think that they're just going to look past this, just like, okay, we're up, we're good. That they may cover and win by 20 or something like that. But um, I'm, I'm going to take Georgia Tech to cover. Interesting. I, I think I'm going to go Georgia here. And I don't like it just because Georgia Tech, man, they have been able to score this year. Um, I do think, though, that Georgia, listen, when you go 700 some odd games or whatever it is without lo- losing a single game, you're just used to win all the time. It's kind of hard to get up for, you know, every single game. But now we're coming into rivalry week and then conference championships and playoffs. Like Georgia is now back to the spot where they they believe they should be trying to three-peat. They also need to scare Alabama just a little bit because Alabama's looking really good. They've turned it on as of the second half of this year. And what better way to send a message than to, uh, you know, beat a rival by... 35. So let's go Georgia and I'll lay, lay the big spread. What's up, Jacob? <laughs> yeah, send a message. Beat Georgia Tech by 35. <laughs> hey, many teams it's, have not beat Georgia. Some some teams have lost a, to Georgia Tech. Shout yeah, out Miami. It is. They're better this year. Yeah. So let me Shout out Miami. That was all on Mario Cristobal, by the way. Um, That's right. <laughs> yeah, it was. This is my thing. I think that Brock Bowers getting hurt was the best thing that could have happened for Carson Beck. I think he grew up as a player. I think he realized that he's going to have to get some other guys involved, a la Lad McConkey, a la some other guys that when they're healthy. So, but with that being said, Brock Bowers is now back. So we got that Carson Beck that's spreading the ball around, and they got Brock Bowers coming off a 28-point dominating victory over, over Tennessee. Probably could have been a lot more. This team is rolling at the right time. Can't remember the last time they lost the game. It ain't gonna be this. It ain't gonna be this week. And they're sure as hell not gonna not cover the spread. So give me Georgia by forty. Ooh, ooh. Okay, there's one oh. I'm getting back. Who has more passing touchdowns on the year, Haynes King or Carson Beck? Who? Who has more What's passing touchdowns on the year, Haynes King or Carson Beck? Probably Haynes King because they're desperate. They're desperate. Now, that's a good point. But Carson Beck's playing on probably the best, the best recruited team in the nation. I mean, so. are you trying to tell me Haynes King? Is better not than better, Carson Beck. Not better, no. But, I mean, I'm just saying that's a surprising stat. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. I'll Dude, give you that like li- It's like living in a place that pays you more just because it's a higher cost of living, you know? They're doing the same thing. He's just, he's got to do that just to survive. I think I understood that. I don't know if that made sense. It made sense in my head. All right. <laughs> the big game. The big game, as, as it's called. Uh, yes. Number two, Ohio State. Traveling to Michigan, no Jim Harbaugh for Michigan, no Connor Stallions for Michigan, but they have a coach who's fired up and cries and cusses on TV. For what reason? We don't know. But that being said, Jacob, who you got this game? <laughs> I'm fired up, man. Oh, man. Dude, I, as you should be. I, I told Clint I was very interested to hear y'all's take on this, so I kind of hate that I'm going first here, but I'll go first. My little two. No, I, I got it. I got it. My my little two cents here is first off. Travion Henderson is playing much better. He's kind of coming on here. So 
there's an advantage there, I think. But if you remember back to last year, Michigan did not have Blake Corum for this game. He he played like a few snaps, and I think he was hurt, and he just couldn't couldn't stay on the field. So they basically played the game without him. This year, he's healthy. He's here in this game. He probably will get fed a lot. Um, surprisingly, I know we talked so much about J.J. McCarthy this year and how he hadn't played a fourth quarter, and his stats would be insane if he did, and he's Heisman level and stuff. But the past two or three weeks, man, they they – they haven't. He hasn't really shown it, and Kyle McCord has kind of come on a little bit now. What may be the downfall of Ohio State in this game is how much they depend on Marvin Marvin Harrison because it, my sister could figure that out. Hey, let's triple team that guy, and Michigan will definitely do that. Like, I think that's going to be their downfall if they do lose this game. But that being said, Michigan hasn't played a whole lot this year. Ohio State has a little bit of experience playing a rough and tough game against. Um, Notre Dame, which was whether you want to call them a good team or not, they they were a very physical team, and that's what supposedly Michigan has For brought sure. to the table these past two years, um, which has kind of upset Ohio State. Um, my big thing this year is probably going to be Ohio State's defense. I, I really think they have completely turned that around this year. They've become super physical. They have shut down team after team. In the past two weeks, they've given up three points respectively per week. Um, regardless of the opponent, that's impressive. I hate that this is in, in the big house at Michigan for Ohio state, but I don't know if they're going to really lose three in a row. I'm going to take Ohio state here, especially since you're going to give me three points. I'm going to take Ohio state. I I really think Michigan may, that this is going to be a dog fight. I think both of these teams, I'm not going to say one's better than the other. I think these are very equal teams. Um, and I think the three points came from Michigan being at home. That's why they're favored by three. Um, but that's this is going to be a close game. It's going to come down to the turnovers and who can establish the run, who's going to get the more possessions. And, man, I'm I'm going to take Ohio State. I hate to say that, but I'm going to take oh, Ohio State. Oh, I like it. Guess who's number one in the nation uh, defensive-wise for uh, points against? So who gives up the most points or the least amount of points? It's Michigan. Michigan. Because of it is play. number one at 9.1 points a game. Guess who's number two, boys? I guess we're going Buckeyes. It is Ohio State. Number is one and number one? two for points against. It's 9.3. So essentially the SEC. same. SEC. Oh. SEC. Oh, wait. This is the Big Ten. I'm sorry. Tulane. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> Listen, I, I agree. SEC start off pretty slack, but I, I don't think people's want to play the SEC. We'll find out here in the playoffs. I digress. Listen, over under 45 and a half, I'd hammer the under in this game. Jacob, you're right. This is going to be a defensive game. Um, I'm actually going to go the side of Michigan, though. And the reason I say that is, yes, Michigan hasn't played many tough opponents. Ohio State has a little more experience uh, throughout the season with some tough games, and they've earned all their wins. Um, But Michigan has shown when they played Penn State, that it really doesn't matter what you have. We are so freaking good and talented and have so much beef, especially on the lines, that we're just going to hold the ball, run it 30 times in a row, and you're just going to have to watch us. And I think that's how this is going to play out. Ohio State, I know they, they're offensively, they're, they do have somewhat of a run game now. That Henderson's been going off, been playing really well but they're kind of one-dimensional. I, I get it. They have Harrison, 
Michigan knows that. They know they have Harrison. They're going to do everything they can to make sure that Harrison doesn't beat him because really that's the only way they probably will. I don't think they're going to be able to run that well against this Michigan defense. And I think that's going to be the difference in this game. When when Michigan has the ball, I think they're just going to they'll, they'll take some shots, but they'll just rely on that massive O-line. And you're going to tell that uh, the Ohio, Ohio State front seven, listen, you're going to have to stand in front of this line 45 times and stop us from smashing the football. I don't think they're going to be able to do well throughout the entire game. So give me Michigan, and I will wow. lay the three points. Wow. I know they did that earlier, 32 rushes in a row, but man, if they do that to Ohio State, they got to jump Georgia. I mean, damn. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. think they're going to... Just give them the national championship at this point. Uh, fucking I think they might try it for the hell of it. I'm gonna, they, they might try it for the hell of it and just make they it may. We do need to mention this is without Harbaugh. Like we kind of haven't I mentioned that yet. I mean, yeah, no Harbaugh, no Stallions, I'm saying. So, but no Ohio State's got the guys to fly around to, uh, to actually stop this run game. But look, th- there's a team that's been... Uh, maybe if you take away the last couple of weeks, I guess, if you will, but there's probably been no more consistent team in college football than Michigan, if you look at it just from a whole. Um, which, if you think about all the stuff going outside of, not outside of the program, it's all program related, but going outside of that, there's been the most chaos probably um, outside of maybe a coach being fired or, or for real, the Michigan State stuff. So with that being said, for, for all the stuff they've been going through and for them to keep winning to keep and, and how they're winning, um, I think this is more like a relief. Like, hey, we finally got to this game. We don't have Coach Harbaugh. No biggie. We're still playing for him. Still a chip, chip on their shoulder. As Jacob said last week, bet. I think that, that that feeling, that philosophy is still in their mind. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. But uh, I think Michigan wins by a touchdown late. And so I think they're going to cover this three points and get to the Big Ten Championship game and, and make it right into the playoffs. So. Freak y'all, man! You got me rooting for Ohio State because of our pick. Uh, yeah, dude, screw you're, y'all. You're going ten ways. It, I'm interested to see. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess you're picking Carolina to cover this weekend too, as you should. No, so, fuck that. Never in my life. Never in my life that. with this game. You literally picked. I will say this: to beat Clemson this year. Th- that was okay. You saw where we were. All right, <laughs> but anyway, I this know. Is I'm, see, I'm telling probably, you. <laughs> yeah, this is the biggest game. Of the year, right? Y'all boys can say that. Playoff implications, I mean, like the loser more than likely is not in the Big Ten Championship and then is not in the playoff. What, that's what you fight not, for the whole year. They are not in the Big Ten Championship if they lose. Right, which means they're out of the playoff more than likely. With the, how many teams are up there with just zero and one losses? Like this is the biggest game of the year. And it starts at noon. Can't wait. And they're at Michigan. Dude, that place is going to be and they're at Michigan. loud. Oh my God. Bananas. Maybe we go there and then we go to the Carolina game after. Dude, their stadium holds 107,000 people. Yeah, they got enough room for us. Um, all right, <laughs> let's move on. Another playoff implication so going stupid, on. Man. Uh, number four, Washington hosting Washington State. Jacob, I'll give you some relief. I'll start with this one. Washington State's the most up and down team that we've seen in the last few weeks, at least that we've been paying attention to. They just put a beat down on Colorado last Friday night. I don't know how. I don't know why. College football gets really weird. Um, Washington is worried about their situation give me washington state to cover the 16 and a half washington pulls out a a, a win that's a little too close for their liking well yeah i i'd have to agree up and down team for washington state this year um cam ward's been up and down himself and that's saying something because this man is i think like second in the nation in passing yards behind 
Penix, and that's really it. Um, he's like top five at least. He's just got like 200 yards less, and he's had up and down games. I know, you know Penix has had a few games where it's like, okay, well, the stats aren't there, but this is honestly the Apple Cup. This is going to be an intense game. You're giving me 16 and a half. I know Washington's at home, and I know that stadium has been bananas this year. Um, you just ask Oregon. It was stupid loud that game. Um, so the fans are going to be there. They're going to be hyped. They're going to be loud. That that bodes well for Washington. But 16 and a half, I, and I don't know. This, this may be the final Apple Cup, at least as Pac-12 foes. I think they're going to try to keep this going. Um, but th- this is a big game, and I'm going to take Washington State to cover, like you are, 16 and a half. Yeah, I mean, you got clamp. I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I wish I could pick the other side, but just the way Washington has been playing lately, obviously they're winning games, they're undefeated. Great. But they, they haven't looked they haven't looked perfect. And a team that's going to beat Washington is a team that's going to look kind of like Washington where they're a lot of um, through-the-air offensive attack. That's what Washington State can do. Uh, 16 and a half, I do believe it's going to be kind of one of those we're down to the fourth quarter, five minutes left, and we still aren't sure who's going to win this game. So give me Washington State, and I'll, I'll take the 16 and a half. I can lie, kind of surprised. We are all on the same page there, especially coming off last week. But all right, well, let's get to the team sitting outside the top five. Um, Clint, real quick, any, any word on Graham Mertz? Is he definitely collarbone broken? Definitely out, I would imagine. He yeah he's out, he's for okay. sure. All right, so so Florida State traveling to Florida. Florida State ranked number five now in the college football rankings. That's a seven p.m. kick on ESPN. Florida State opens up as six and a half point favorites over the Gators. An interesting spread, I think. So I'll be interested to see where uh, you lean on this one, Jacob. Yeah, it is a very interesting spread. I think that spread has baked in that 7 p.m. kickoff because it is a night game in the swamp. No matter, it's like Carol, South Carolina games. No matter how bad the team is or how good the team is, the, the fans are going to show up basically the same. Just be rowdy, drunk idiots, and that's what Florida is too. Um, you give them a night game, especially against a number five team like Florida State, uh, they're going to want to ruin their year. Because if Florida State loses this, I think they're basically out, even if they win the ACC championship. Um, so Florida is just foaming at the mouth probably with that opportunity. Um, like you said, both quarterbacks are going to be out. So it's going to be the, the game of backup quarterbacks. It'll be Tate Rodemaker for um, Florida State, who is a fourth-year backup who has the experience and has come in and played well in, in a few games throughout, throughout his time there. Um, and Florida is going to have redshirt freshman quarterback uh, Max Brown. So he's going to be in a spot, but luckily he's got the home field advantage. Um, six and a half is not a lot when it comes to what you've seen Florida State do this year. And if they had their quarterback, it'd be the biggest, easiest. Okay, a six and a half for sure. Um, but saying that, I'm, I'm and it sounds like I'm about to take Florida, but I'm still going to take FSU because it is just one touchdown. I think this FSU roster is a lot better than Florida's roster. Um, but this is a big name for for Florida and Billy Napier too, because this would probably secure his job. People have been putting him on the hot seat. And we can get more of that into the offseason. But I mean, if he if he secures this win, it's going to come out of nowhere and it's going to keep him there um, for at least another year. Um, but I'm, I'm still going to take Florida State minus six and a half. All right. Yeah, I definitely thought you were going to go Florida there and I was getting excited for a second. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go Florida State as well. And it's so crazy. College football is crazy, man. It's uh, a week prior 
we were talking about these two teams coming in, rivals thinking both quarterbacks going to be playing, and then they both sustained some pretty devastating injuries. Um, that's the way it rolls sometimes. I, I do think that I am going to err on the side of, you talked about Tate having you know a little more experience, um, a little more maturity. Max Brown, apparently he's a, a little more mobile than Graham Mertz, but uh, listen, Graham Mertz, we, he was good this year. Uh, he is kind of the reason Florida was able to do as well as they have, even if it wasn't a great season for them. Um, kind of, he played pretty smart and kind of redeemed his name a little bit because, you know, coming into this season, I know, especially myself, I was not high on Graham Mertz. I do, I like him after this year. He, he showed that he is resilient and was able to overcome some of his deficiencies and play some damn good football with a Florida team that really wasn't that good this year. So um, that, 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 that's great and all, but now he's not playing. So give me Florida State. I'm going to err on the side of talent and a backup QB that uh, has a little more experience, and I'll lay the six and a half. This truly does not impact the pick I already made, but you go back to maturity, man. I did see some videos today. Again, I did not search for this. It just popped up on my timeline. Saw some videos of Florida State's backup, uh, the starter now, Rota Maker, however you say his name. It was a pretty cringe TikTok dances. Wasn't much of a fan. So ma- maturity is in the eye of the beholder, I guess. Um, but again, you so go Florida. Go Florida then. I'm already going with Florida. It's not because of that. I just want to let you know. There we go. That's thing. what I like. Yes, already, sir, that's already, what we need. Already had, <laughs> already, already had Florida down. Um, I think the defense um, can stymie this this Florida State offense. If if, if Rodemaker can get the ball to Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson quick and early, th- then then I'm going to be very wrong. Um, but if Florida State can establish a run, if ETN can can get going, I think it's going to be a close game. I think Florida State's going to win the game, but I'm thinking more of a a field goal type defensive battle um, with these two quarterbacks. So give me Florida and a six and a half. Very oh nice. man! All right, another all SEC. off of a TikTok dance. That's amazing. No, no, no! I told you. It had you pulled a Gavin there. I just had to. No, I just no. I already picked Florida, but had to address the maturity <laughs> thing because I think we can all agree. With, um. Was, well, you no. know what? Me and Gavin are winning, so doesn't matter. Scoreboard. Um, Alabama okay. Auburn yeah. SEC SEC in state rivalry. Another one. Alabama traveling to Auburn. It's a three thirty kick on CBS. I love that time slot. Vern Longquist and whoever else does that is. One of my most favorite broadcasts of the year. Alabama's 14-point favorites. They keep rolling this year. Jacob, too big of a spread or right where you want it? Uh, it may not be big enough, honestly. I hate to say that, but... That's what she said. Um, <laughs> yes. This Auburn team, <laughs> I, I don't want to just completely say that last year or last week's game about you know New Mexico State coming in and beating them 31-10. I'm not going to just hound on that game specifically, but what's happened since that game, I, I the head coach for Auburn has kind of come out and said, you know, this is the Iron Bowl week, and I'm still having to kind of get the fog out of dudes' brains from last week. Like, they're not focused at all, and this has come from his press conference and stuff. like. They're not focused at all about what's the task at hand. Like this is the Iron Bowl week. They should be super hyped, no matter what the season has been like. And they're just not there right now. Um, that really scares me because this Bama team is the complete opposite. They they have twenty twenty vision. They know where they're wanting to go. They're just destroying teams left and right. Um, Jalen Murrow's really corrected everything he was doing wrong at the beginning of the year and become close to a perfect quarterback. I think he's got better stats so far than uh, Jalen Hurts did. Um, that one year, like he's just been lightening up. And the thing with Bama too, is like it's explosive plays and 
that's what they do at the beginning of the game. How many games have you turned tuned into or seen the bot score of with a Bama game? And it's like all of a sudden it's like 14 nothing with like seven minutes to go in the first quarter. And it's like, okay, yep, Bama's here. They're they're gonna kick some ass and then it's gonna be over by halftime. That could be what is gonna happen here. I don't think Auburn's gonna come out ready to play. They're gonna be on their heels. And that's the last thing you want against Jalen Burrow and a rolling Bama team right now. Um, that hates me to I, it pains me to say that where I'll, while I'm wearing orange, but I will continue to do it until somebody proves me wrong. And it may be Georgia, and then I'm whatever. But I'm going to take Bama 14 and a half. I'm, I'm, a, I'm with you, Jacob, man. This this line actually surprised me a little bit. I'm hammer Bama. Um, I know rivalry week is kind of crazy sometimes, but when the, the, the tale of two teams is this different this year, um, I think it kind of overcomes some of that weirdness from this week. So I'm going to take Bama. I'll lay the 14, and it, it might be covered by midway through the second half or second quarter. So, yeah, I'll take Bama. Yeah, I'm with I'm with you, with both of you guys. Um, Jacob specifically, but the, the spread might not be quite high enough. Um, I think Bama's going to roll. Um, like you said, they jump up to an early lead and maybe kind of get stagnant second second quarter going into halftime and then they, they they step on the gas again and get it going so give me Alabama as well to cover this uh, and quickly what easy. was the spread that y'all had it was 14 right I got yep. 14 okay yeah I just want to make sure yeah alright next game uh, man a big game as well for the SEC and the ACC Kentucky taking on Louisville this game is in Louisville 12 p.m. kick. Uh, Louisville, though, opens up seven and a half point favorites, ranked number 10 in the nation. Um, yeah, do they, do they keep this train rolling, Jacob, or are we, are we looking for an upset, maybe? Yeah, I this is this is probably going to be one of the closer rival games, I feel like, um, this year. I mean, the spread kind of says that at seven and a half, um, but I'm I'm trying to look up. I, I can't remember the last time that Louisville beat Kentucky. I feel like it's been a few years. Um, probably full games probably list right since, here. Uh, yeah, they haven't beat them in uh, four years. Last time that, yeah, well, actually, it knows back in uh 2017. Um, that's the last time that they won. won. So they're looking to try to end a streak here. Um, and because of that, it's seven and a half. I'm gonna take Kentucky here, um, to cover that. And and there's a slight part of me that would almost pick Kentucky to win this game. I was surprised that they held y'all's offense to 17 last week. Y'all won 17-14. Um, I know your defense played well to to kind of keep their offense down, but Devin Lear hasn't impressed me, and he still is not. But um, to, to kind of stifle y'all's offense like they did, um, I, I still think Louisville has weapons everywhere besides the quarterback. And uh, he hasn't really gone and proven anything yet this year, gone crazy in any game. And Louisville, I mean, they. I'm going to take Kentucky, man. Seven and a half. There we go. Clint, what you man? This it's a tough one for me. I I, uh, I really want to go Louisville, but I kind of agree with with Jacob here. I think this is going to be one of the closer games. Um, I think Kentucky, even though South Carolina beat him last week, I do think Kentucky is good enough to keep a team like Louisville in check. Um, Louisville may still win, but I I'm with you, Jacob. Man, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if Kentucky just wins outright, even at Louisville. So. I think I am going to take Kentucky and uh, and the point or um yeah and the points 
And I, I just don't know if Louisville is going to be able to do enough against this defense. I've talked about how Plummer might be the weakest link in this Louisville offense and, and team as a whole. And that this might show up a little bit here, maybe a turnover or two for Kentucky. So give me Kentucky, and I'll take the points. I think Louisville's uh, toughest problem. It's been a lot of teams' problems, especially South Carolina's last week was Deion Coleman, the D lineman number zero for Kentucky. A guy out of Michigan. I don't know how his recruitment went, but I would imagine some teams up there maybe wish uh, they would have recruited him out of high school. Um, but but he, he's a he's a game changer, man, on the D line. He, he obviously wrecked us. He's got, um, I say only, but he's got five and a half sacks coming into the year. Um, but a lot more disruptive play. So he, he's going to get in there. I, I think Louisville. I feel like they can win this game just because they found a way to win a lot of games this year. Um, but this Kentucky team is good and their and their defense is solid. Now, if Devin Leary, which we talked about last week, Clint specifically, uh, can hit on some of those big plays where the receivers are able to get behind us, but he overthrew uh, on four or five occasions. If they can connect on a couple of those, maybe we're, it's it's a different ball game. And uh, they're gonna have to do that. But with that being said, it sounds like I'm kind of leaning Louisville. I think Louisville is going to win the game, but I think seven and a half. I think it's going to be a field goal game. So I'm also with you guys. I'd got Kentucky seeing them play live. That defense, man, is stifling. So I think it's going to be maybe uh, 17-17, 2017-type type game. So give me Kentucky to, to cover, but I do think Louisville sneaks out a close win. Uh, so Very nice. I, I, I cannot wait. cannot wait for these games, man. Um, all right. Uh, a game that I don't think is going to be very close. Honestly, kind of surprised the spread isn't bigger. LSU hosting Texas A&M. No Jimbo Fisher. Don't even know who the interim coach is right now, but it's 12 p.m. kick. LSU, 11 and a half point favorites. Down there in the bayou, over under 66 and a half. Let me know what you think, Jacob. Yeah. Um, y'all may be surprised by this. Uh, A&M I forgot, like you said, who the, the interim coach is right now, but I think if I could find his name, I know that he is kind of fighting to prove himself as a candidate for the job for next year. I know AM's a big job, and they got all kind of names that are throwing out there. Um, but this guy is, is fighting for a chance to possibly be the uh, head coach there. Um, this this kind of really surprised me when I saw this, but uh, Texas A&M's defense is actually eighth in the nation in total defense. Um, kind of surprised there. That's above class. Georgia. That's above Georgia. That's above Clemson. Um, that's above you know Oregon, like Bama, like really good teams. Um, so this is not just a broken, beat up team. I guess that they obviously without Jimbo Fisher, but some people would say that that could be possibly a good thing. Um, the the spread being eleven and a half. I know Jaden Daniels is kind of still somewhat fighting to 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 secure his Heisman probably in his mind because he never wants to quit. But I think that he's already got that locked up in my mind, and I feel like a lot of people's minds. But um, eight and three, what is LSU playing for? I mean, you could say the same thing about A&M. But A&M, like I said, the, the head coach is fighting to to prove that he could, he could coach this team next year. And with that good defense, I mean, if they could stifle Daniels just a little bit, which not many people have, um, they, they, could, they could hang in there. So I'm actually going to take Texas A&M. Um, but one, because I, I think I need to pick against y'all, and I think y'all are going to go LSU. But two, I think they could easily cover this. Surprised you're picking against you're your one for the Heisman. Now he's got the Heisman locked. 
Don't make me go down there. Uh, not, I don't think everybody feels that way. I do, but I don't think the so people make it. You're going A and M, you said. Yep. Okay. I'll write that down. Plus smiley, smiley face. Mm-hmm. Um, Big old listen, smiley I'm, face. Yeah. <laughs> Big old L with a circle around it. Listen, I'm I'm gonna go LSU, man. Uh, if this was any other QB, honestly, like I, maybe not any other, but m- the vast majority of any other QB out there. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, this this AM defense might be an issue, especially that front seven. Um I, but with with the way Dennis is playing, and it's not just throwing. I mean, obviously we've seen him play. He's very shifty, man. He just makes plays happen. Like he's able to just do whatever he wants. He could he could read through all of his reads. If it doesn't work, he squirms his way out at 150 pounds and somehow lows his shoulder and goes toe-to-toe with a 220 linebacker. I it's it's crazy, but he's playing out of his mind. Jacob, you're right. He probably has the 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 highest been kind of locked up, barring some crazy, crazy game. Give me LSU. I'll, I'll lay the eleven and a half. I get LSU's defense isn't great, but I think against a A and M offense that is not great themselves, it's not going to matter all that much. So I'll, I'll take LSU. Yeah, look, it's, it's a four quarter game. I, I agree. A and M's got a really good defense, and they like to fly around, but you give. Jaden Daniels four quarters and uh, a team on the other side that's not going to score a lot of points. This 11 and a half isn't going to come uh, that difficult. So give me LSU big time. Jaden Daniels needs to pad his stats a little bit more just to put some of these naysayers away. So give me Jaden Daniels uh, throwing for 350, running for another 100 as they beat A&M and he pads that uh, Heisman candidate. I think it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be an issue for me. I would pick LSU like hard stop if this was a 3.30 or night game. I think being a noon game, I don't know why I feel that way, but noon game in Baton Rouge feels weird. And I just, I'm, I'm taking it in. It's because it's still I'm muggy. Sure still be and, tailgating in the bayou. bayou. Yeah. That's it's so true. muggy down there that all that, all that mugginess hasn't burned off from the sun yet. You're right. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. All right. My, uh, my new favorite quarterback, is taken on, well, second favorite, is taken on Arizona State. That's number 15, Arizona, traveling to Arizona State. Um, Arizona is 10.5-point favorites. That's Noah Fafita. If you haven't heard of him, you will soon. 3.30 kick, 50.5 is the over-under. Jacob, who you got in this uh, this Arizona battle? Uh, plain and simple, Arizona. 10.5 only. Like Arizona State's 3-8. and eight. Now they've played a couple of teams decently close this year, including um Washington, only losing to them fifteen to seven. Um, but I mean Arizona hasn't really disappointed this year. They they got off to a slow start. They won at least five in a row. I, I think five in a row. Um and the games they have lost has been by one score. And it was at Mississippi State second game of the year in overtime. Um right. and then Washington by one score and USC by uh two points in three overtimes. So I mean you're you're gonna get a an ass whooping here. Um, honestly, in my mind, so Arizona minus ten and a half. Yeah, I think it's a good choice. Yeah, I'm gonna the same way. Um, Arizona, man, playing out their minds. We talked about them throughout the year. I feel like honestly, us three were kind of on them early before the. You know, they obviously way way before they had the rankings. Um, but they were just playing really good football, winning tight, losing tight games. Uh, for the games, the few games they did lose. And now they're actually putting a, a string of some really solid wins together. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go Arizona. I'll lay the 10 and a half. I think they're just too complete of a team that can score and they're, they're decent on defense. So I'll, I'll take Arizona. 
for the pick, I'm easily taking Arizona, but I, in the back of my head, also there might just be some weird thing where Arizona State hangs hangs on just because it is a rivalry game. But give me uh, give me Arizona and old Noah Fafita to to put it on Arizona State. Well, let's let's stay in the Pac-12 for now. Um, Notre Dame ranked number 18 now. They're traveling to Stanford. Notre Dame coming off a couple big wins, but. Uh, they are 26-point favorites. Over-under is only at 51-and-a-half. Jacob, you going Notre Dame you you going with the old Cardinal? If I had to be honest, boys, I'm, I really think I'm going to go with Stanford here. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be 10 o'clock my time. And, I mean, that's, it's 7 o'clock Eastern time, but it's going to be like 10 o'clock at night, and that's just past my damn bedtime. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> Coach Lou, the uh, language. So, yeah, I'm taking Stanford, plus 26. All right, so Coach Lou and Jacob are on Stanford. Clint, who you on? That's your best game analysis you've heard all year. Coach, it is good to have you on, buddy. Listen, it might oh, be getting man. a little late right now for your bedtime, so I apologize. I'll keep this tight. Thanks. I'm surprised you went against your your old uh, alma mater there, but uh, I'm actually going to go Notre Dame, man. I'm, I'm going to go with the fact that they came back after their their late but well-deserved bye week and looked pretty decent, even if it was against a not-so-great Wake Forest team. I'll go Notre Dame, and I'll lay the points. I get it's a big number, uh, but I, I just think they're re- refreshed, renewed, and now that they're just kind of out there just to kick ass and not worrying about a bowl game, or um, I'm sorry, conference championship, not conference, Jesus, uh, playoffs, that they really, there's not much else. So they're just like, whatever. We're just going to score 50 and maybe get a really solid bowl game. So give me, give me Notre Dame. No, Coach Lou, old Dr. Lou's got a soft place in my heart, man. I, uh, or I have a soft place in my heart for him. However, you say that, I don't know. But, uh, you know, be, being the coach of soccer line, he didn't do too many good things. Uh, but something about old Coach Lou. Are you soft or hard? Man. This is, this is important. We need to, do- <laughs> well, what well, are you, right? <laughs> A good coach, well done. Those are secrets. secrets. Normally on your Pac-12 network, you might watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> More than the damn CW, I'll tell you that. Um, but a good magician never reveals the secrets. With that being said, give me the Fighting Irish and Notre Dame and old Coach Lou and old Dr. Lou and whatever version of Lou shows up, doesn't matter. Notre Dame by 100. Another uh, job okay. in the books. <laughs> uh, well, not, that's not your pick, but okay. All right, number nineteen, Kansas State hosting Iowa State. That's an eight eight p.m. kick. They're on Fox, a uh, real a real network. There, uh, Kansas State ten point favorites. Um, Jacob, how how you liking this one, man? Man, uh, I'm I'm gonna take you Kansas State here Lou again. I did. Just, just, you did unconscious. I'm unconscious saw, over here, man. I saw your I saw your mouth. Saw it in my chest. <laughs> Had to pick up my tongue for a second there. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, um, that's exactly what I saw, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got Kansas State here. Um, only ten points at home. Um, Iowa State's been back and forth. They're six and five. They're going to go bowling, but um, I'm, I'm going to take Kansas State here. Uh, I, I I've said it multiple weeks in a row, but I think this. Kansas State offense has really started clicking at the end of this year. Um, they've been playing well all year, but they've really been clicking. And um, I, I really think they're going to kind of handle business here. And they're going to finish 9-3. and three. I mean, that's that's what Kansas State's been doing, it feels like. They've been right there at the Big 12 championship or maybe just losing two, three, maybe four games, and that's it. So another good year for them, the Wildcats. 
Hard to argue. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I I, I kind of want to go Iowa State here. Um, they're not quite as bad as I thought they were going to be, considering everything they've gone through in the the, the off season right before this year and whatnot. Um, but I think I am going to still go Kansas State. Like you said, they're at home. Came off a big win against a rival with Kansas, and uh, feeling pretty good about themselves. So give me give me Kansas State, and uh, might sweat it out, but I think they do cover the uh, minus ten. Yeah, this is one as we were approaching this pick, I actually didn't have penciled in yet. I was trying to figure out which way I wanted to lean. Kind of wanted to lean Iowa State as well, but something tells me this Kansas State team, they're just solid. They are every year. Like you said, Jacob, 9-3. and three. Seems like that goes underneath, under the radar um, a lot of the time. So I'm going to take Kansas State and, and the 10 points to cover. Let's, uh, let's stick with the old Big 12. Number 20, Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy, hosting BYU. I just remembered I had a dream about Oklahoma State. Now it's really I sort of got just now remembering. Um, wow, that's a weird start. Yes. Um. Anyway, Oklahoma <laughs> State hosting BYU. Um. Yeah, I won't go into all that. Oklahoma State seventeen point favorites versus a BYU team coming off a almost upset over Oklahoma. So, what do you think, Jacob? Your man, your forty, your Mike Gundy. You gonna win this game by a lot? Well, it's not gonna be Mike Gundy that wins this game it's gonna be ollie gordon um man's been going off this year and he's honestly in a, in a tight fight honestly with amari and hampton i think they both are either tied at 14 14 yards this year or right around the same they're like within 20 30 yards from each other um so they're kind of fighting for who can take that that rushing champ championship home in a way um and byu seems to be the team to do it so i'm gonna take um ollie gordon to have maybe 100 or 50, 150 rushing yards or more, but I'm going to take BYU to cover the 17. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, uh, Oklahoma State has been playing good football um, for sure, but I, BYU, especially after last week, they showed that, I mean, honestly, they, they had a, they probably should have beaten Oklahoma or at least taken it to overtime um, if it wasn't for that 100 yard picks. Yeah, 100 yard pick six. So I, Listen, I mean, they, they play teams close, and you're saying that you're going to give them 17? Okay, I'll, I'll take that. Like, give me BYU. Yep. And they're fighting for a bowl. They're 5-6. and six. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's not in BYU, so not as a crazy environment, uh, you know, as last week when BYU was hosting Oklahoma. Uh, but I, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, at least probably back in the day, the Mormons probably traveled by caravan, so there's probably a lot of Mormons heading down there at old Oklahoma State. I think that's in Stillwater. So, look, a lot of Mormons. Um, I don't know what the weather's going to be, but a lot of soaking going on there. Give me BYU to cover the 17 and, uh, yeah, just, just roll for another week and give me another dub Dude, in this right. JC, can you name a BYU player? Cause all you talk about is Mormons and, and soaking when you think of uh, BYU. Steve Young played at BYU. Zach Wilson played at BYU. Taysom Hill played at BYU. Uh, that one guy in the NFL that's on Pat McAfee show a lot. I can't think of his name. Defensive guy. He played at BYU. Uh, Hawk, he's flexing again. No, 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 no. no. The, just, the lineman. Yeah, the big line. He, 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 he's not on there every day, but he comes on a good bit. Yeah, Can't I know you're talking name. about. But yeah, mm. other than that, no, man, that's all I got. Oh, hey, they had a good running back one. No, nope, not him. No, no, it's a black. Uh, he's like mixed. Uh, Shipley no. went. Shipley went to. Uh, God. Anyway, he's not in studio or anything. We'll move on though. SEC, Tennessee, Vandy, Knoxville. Dolly Parton and Peyton Manning were there last week. Apparently, Dolly 
Parton went in the transfer portal. Saw some pictures of her and some edited Georgia gear. So no uh, no Dolly Parton this weekend. Uh, Tennessee's 27-point favorites over Vandy. Jacob, who you got? Man, this 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 season for Vandy is really disappointing. What season is not normally, but they actually looked pretty decent with Mike Wright in the past year or two. Um, so we kind of thought they would continue and be on the up and up. But uh, the the spread is not even because Tennessee's good. I don't know how they're ranked twenty first. I I think Clemson would be favored over Tennessee right now, and somehow Clemson's behind Tennessee. We're both four loss teams, but um, regardless, this game. It's a lot of points, 27, but I'm going to take Tennessee to cover. Um, I think Vandy's just looking to get rid of the season and throw it in the trash and uh, finish building that stadium. That would be nice. Um, that's their their nice. focus this year. They can take so. some uh, some stands and equipment from Michigan State, get that process done quicker. Maybe. Maybe they'll be like the Padres and they'll share a stadium or something. The Padres, they're going to go to the Vegas, so they're going to like start sharing stadiums, I think. I did not hear about that. Listen, uh... South Carolina is about to show y'all this week why Clemson's not ranked in Tennessee. I'm is. sorry. The Oakland A's. One. I'm sorry. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. My bad. Cool. Well, I, they're I not here about the Padres leaving San Diego. They're not they're Oakland Vegas for much longer. To me. Exactly. That's right. True, true, That's true. what I meant. I don't know where I got the Padres from. Well, since you completely smacked. I did. All I deserve. Please talk shit. That's insult. my bad. Nope. That's all right. Moments passed. Yeah, Give me Tennessee. Did, lay the points. Vandy sucks. Uh, Vandy does suck, um, but I'm kind of back on the Milton sucks train after the last couple of weeks. So, um, there's something in the water, something in the air. No Dolly Parton, no Dolly Parton. Vandy is going to cover the 27. You're doing what with Milton in a train? I didn't say anything about a train. I just said that he sucks now, and Dolly Parton's not going to be there. So, <coughs> give me Vandy. All right, NC State, North Carolina. NC State ranked number 22. North Carolina unranked. Because of the Clemson Tigers, UNC is two and a half point favorites. Um, again, that's in Raleigh. Um, Jacob, how do you feel about this coming off a big win over North Carolina? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that back up. I'm I'm really surprised that at the end of this year we're we're sitting here saying that one North Carolina State is actually ranked and North Carolina is not, and then Clemson lost to North Carolina State and beat North Carolina. Um, that's not where I thought these teams' projections were going to end up. Um, when we started this year, I thought, you know, Clemson would be better than both of these teams, but we would probably handle both of them. And I thought North Carolina would give us more of a problem than North Carolina State. So with that being said, um, both of these teams are three lost teams. Um, it kind of is a surprise that NC State's here and they're, they're like I said, ranked 22nd. Um, the, the, them having this at home, a night game, um, what, what time did you say this was? Eight o'clock? Yeah. Uh, on the ACC network. Yeah. Oddly enough, North Carolina is favored two and a half. Um, but I, I think, especially after seeing Amari and Hampton, I don't know how they're going to stop him. Technically, Clemson didn't really stop him either. We held him in check besides those two big runs. Um, and that's Clemson's defense. So I, I don't know how they're going to stop Drake May and Amari and Hampton. And you're only giving me two and a half for them to cover. I'm going to take North Carolina. Smart choice. Dude, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm honestly kind of torn here, and I don't know why. I really, obviously, I, I feel like I should go North Carolina. Again, another reason why college football is weird when you have an unranked team going to a ranked team's stadium, yet they're still favored. I, that, that's odd to me. Anyway, 
I, I think I'm still going to just trust my gut, go North Carolina. Jacob, you had, you know, your, your eyes actually on Drake May and this UNC offense. Drake May, you said, was slinging them everywhere. And that was even um, even with that that stout Clemson defense kind of bearing on them a good bit that whole game. I, I yeah. don't think NC State's defense is as good as Clemson. I think uh, Drake May is going to be able to handle business here and uh, cover. So give me UNC. NC State does have a very good linebacker core. Um, you know, one of the top in the nation for sure. But I think UNC's got too much firepower. Even even if you take Drake May on, on a bad day, he's better than a lot of quarterbacks, um, specifically anybody he's going to be playing against Saturday. So with that run game, with Tez Walker playing, anytime Drake May's back there slinging, you got a chance to win the game. So and you're going to give me two and a half for UNC. Um, I'll take UNC all day. All right, we're going to skip over the number 24 team, or we're going to end with them. So let's move on to Liberty, ranked number 25, and UTEP. That has nothing to do with, there was nothing to do with, that's just because we're going to talk about this game a lot. So Liberty at UTEP, not UTSA. This is the University of Texas, El Paso. They're the minors, and they're 16 and a half point dogs versus Liberty. Jacob, as a team that's in front of Liberty, but behind Tulane, who's winning this game? Or just give me the spread. Swear to God, dude. Uh, 16 and a half. Um, I'm going to take Liberty. Um, UTEP is 3 and 8. I'm not going to sit here and say I know much about UTEP. Um, I think this may be even the first time we've mentioned UTEP on this podcast all year. Um, but uh, the Liberty Flames, man, 11 and 0. Give me 12 and 0. Why not? Like, give me, give me a really good bowl for these Liberty Flames. Any team that's undefeated at the end of the year. They deserve a really good bowl. So um give me give me liberty to cover sixteen and a half. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Liberty as well. And not again, I'm kind of with you, Jacob. I don't have a whole lot of insight other than listen, old head coach for Liberty, Jamie Chadwell, come from Coast Carolina when Coast Carolina was oh, yeah. doing some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the the home guy here. Um and and Chadwell and See see that he wins his twelfth game of the year, goes undefeated in the regular season. Give me Liberty and I'll lay the, the pretty big spread. I might have mentioned this on an earlier pod. If you guys have ever seen the movie uh Glory Road, it's a basketball movie. It's about this UTEP college. They used to be called University of uh no, they used to be called Texas Western, actually. They were the minors. Back in the sixties, first basketball team to have a starting five, all African American players. They beat Kentucky that year to win the national championship. Pat Riley was on that Kentucky team. Uh, their coach was, uh, oh, what is it? Some, I think it's like Adolph Rout or something. Not, not a good first name, but Kentucky's uh, arena is named after him. So Texas Western has a national championship underneath them. Liberty doesn't. So with that being said, give me Texas of El Paso to cover the 16 and a half. If I come back and I lose by one game and it's because of fucking UTEP, I'm gonna oh, I'm yeah. gonna break something. I'm gonna break something. We'll sit down and watch we'll sit down and watch that movie. Oh, YouTube's good. Exactly YouTube's probably gonna win now. YouTube's yeah. probably gonna win just because okay. JC picked them. Yeah. Telling you. They're the mighty miners. You gotta watch that movie. It's a good movie. All right. Game of the week, if not game of the year for both of us. Uh for, for all of us, I should say. Um and I just want to start off by saying, can you take me higher? And that's how we're <laughs> going to start that one. Jacob, why is South Carolina yes. going to cover the seven and a half and win outright to, uh, on Saturday? My friend, South Carolina is not going to be within 17 and a half. 
That's oh. the final score. <laughs> That's what you need oh to know. Oh my God. What are you okay? Is that a bruise on your head? What happened? No, dude. I was at this game last year. Um, yep. If you remember Clemson fans, yep. we still had DJ U uh, at quarterback last year. We lost this by one, one point um, at home. It burned like hell. I was there. My sister graduated from USC this past year, and she was there, and she just rubbed it all in my face. Like, y'all have done all year long, which is the way it should be, because y'all win, you get the year's worth of bragging rights. But if you go back and look at last year, Rattler played out of his mind, whether you want to joke about the, you know, the sign stealing, whether that's true or not, can't prove it, whatever, it's in the past. We did not play very well. Rattler did play well. He did throw for two uh two touchdowns but two two picks as well um but dj only had 99 yards and just eight completions i still remember last year being in that game and just watching dj throwing in the dirt so many times and i'm just like bro throw my head in the dirt what the fuck are you doing like a lot of times and that's not necessarily against dj because he's had a good career over a good year over at oregon state and you wish him the best but um we were probably the better team. We established a run last year, 240 yards rushing. Um, we just couldn't pass. And I think this year, Cade's worked through what he's had going on. Um, and and he's a much better passer, at least for where this team is right now, compared to last year with DJ. I'm not comparing Cade versus DJ. I'm just talking about where this team is right now. Our, our team is playing much better than it was at that time last year. Oddly enough, we ranked eighth last year. But I'm more confident in it this year. Um, I personally think we're going to be able to establish the run. Y'all's defense, I think it's like 50th or something like that in the nation. Um, 52nd in the run. The run. Yep. 52nd. There you go. And then I think you're like 120th against the pass. So I think we're going correct. to early hit you with the Mafa and Shipley 1 2, which is a dangerous 1 2 now. Because um, if you told me Mafa would be leading I'm- the the team in rushing right now at this point in the year, that's kind of a, wow. Okay. I know Shipley missed a game or two, but that doesn't mean the Shipley's still not there. You saw what he did last week. Um, we're going to hit y'all with the one, two running game early um, and maybe hit hit you with a few screens, spread y'all out, get your defense tired. And then we're going to just going to light it up in the second half uh, with, with, you know, passing the ball down the field for once. Maybe we could do that. Um, and we're going to, we're going to light you up. Uh, I think you're all going to have to play from behind, so you're not going to be able to establish any run with Mario Anderson, which is honestly what y'all want in a way. I think y'all want to establish the run, but you want your best player, Rattler, to be throwing the ball all game long. That's how you beat us last year, and you want that to happen in this year. Um, I think Nate Wiggins and our secondary are playing out their mind right now, and we just had to play Drake May. I think Drake May is a better quarterback than Rattler, and we just did that to Drake May. Um, oh, damn. That's right. You asked for it. Here we are. Now, I will say Xavier Leggett, I am worried about him, but I think Nate Nate Wiggins will shadow him all game long, and that is a matchup I am looking forward to beyond everything about this game, honestly, because Xavier Leggett is a second, maybe even a first round, depending on the team that needs him, uh, type of talent at the next level. Um, He's a big body. He's fast as fuck, boy, and I want to... Double him almost every play we possibly can. I want to make Rattler throw to your third string tight end to beat us, honestly. And I think we will do that. Um, third it does scare me playing being off in line, okay. Well, so maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you could announce that he's an eligible receiver or whatever. Um, 
So this game, I'm always looking forward to it, but especially this year because we're trying to get revenge for the first time in, I think, seven years in a row, or it was eight wins in a row that we had. Um, so, yeah, I'm going I'm to sun y'all for all that, and I'm going to take Clemson to win by at least 17. God, I love it. That's, That's insane. Phenomenal. Absolutely insane. Check yes, his sir. brain. Check his brain. <laughs> Oh, listen, they, they had a lot of stats last year before their Carolina beat Tennessee. And then they had even more stats when Carolina went to go play Clemson because they said, oh, Carolina can't do it twice. Listen, we did it twice. Yeah, it was by one point. That's all you need. You think that Clemson's going to beat South Carolina by 17? At night, at Willie B, you lost it, buddy. You've gone loco. I don't know what you're drinking. But I'll give you a final score happen. here in a second. Okay, that's cool. I'll give you one too. <laughs> Clemson has been on a little bit of a hot streak. I'll give you that. They've done it at home. They won three straight all at home. If you ain't at home, you're going to be a Willie B at night with Sandstorm just going off. They even got a little bit of a remix towards the end of that song where the stadium's bouncing with all the fans. All right. I've, I've got about football I've got yet. My, I've got my fandom out out the way. <laughs> I'm gonna be a realist yeah. for a second. I, Please, brother. It's it's it's. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm not gonna say oh, I'm super shit, confident boy. in this game, but <laughs> shut up, shut up with your camera <laughs> off. Be quiet for a minute. Daddy's talking. I'll give you a minute. <laughs> All right. To be fair, Clemson has looked a lot better this second half. Um, out, you know they. Especially the last three games, that they I think they figured out how to manage around Cade. He's not a terrible quarterback, uh, but he does make mistakes fairly often. Uh, and just holding on to the stinking ball in the red zone. Honestly, Clemson should have a better record than they do. Uh, they, they've they've coughed up at least two or three of these games um, just due to mental mistakes. Literally. So, uh, if I if I'm being honest, and I am because I'm a realist type fan, Clemson should win this game. But should and will are two different things, and we showed that last year. Y'all should have won last year, uh, and it didn't happen. I, I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna bank on the fans being a problem for Cade. Uh, with it being on the road, it seems like that's when Cade starts to slip a little bit. Uh, it's gonna be loud, and those LEDs, those nice new LEDs that the stadium has, is gonna just be giving him a little bit of the epileptic episodes and maybe he fumbles another yeah. ball or two in the red zone and gives us a chance to win this game. Uh, and you can talk about anybody and everybody's shadow and Xavier Leggett, not going to matter. Dude's going to moss anybody that's against him. Um, it's just a matter of, can we buy enough time for him to even get down the field against a Clemson front line that's been playing really good this year. So, uh, it's going to be tough. I won't lie. It's might get a little chippy. Clemson's definitely wanting to kind of reclaim the throne here, especially the way last year ended. Um, but I, I got to go Carolina. Cox by 90. Uh, you could take your 17 and a half and shove it right up your ass because ain't no chance. <laughs> All right. Let's go. I love it, dude. Dude, what I, scares I really me is Rattler. Believe. Road Rattler and home Rattler are two different Rattlers. And at home, he is so much better. I think he's like, T, a TD to interception ratio, he's like two and four away and like 17 and something at home. Nin- 19 like, and three. He's a different animal at home. 19 and, and three, that's 77%. what it was, yeah. yeah, we watched the same show. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> couple questions for you, Jacob. Couple questions for you. Uh, all right. How much of an upgrade is Kate at cup at, at, at quarterback over over DJ? How much? Realistically, not as much as we thought. Now, not as much as we thought. I mean, but, uh, beginning beginning of the year, yeah. Honestly, I'll give you my honest right. opinion. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, I thought K yeah. would be not contending for Heisman, but I think he would be leading this team and and have maybe three thousand. I thought he'd have like three to thirty five hundred yards passing. So I thought he'd be a a pretty really good a really good guy. Yeah, I mean, I was scared for him to come in last year because I knew what DJ was going to do, and I thought Cade was going to come in and, and do some damage. Um, Cade's never played in an environment like this. He hasn't. He just hasn't. This is facts. There has not been a game that he has played that has more meaning, and that's going to be a tougher environment. And that's just... Now, will he in the future? Maybe, right? But he hasn't yet. And not listen, Willie B was rocking versus Kentucky last week. And Willie B rocks every sure single that? home game. Especially, give give me a tougher game he's played at night on the road. The like, on the road, ACC championship in uh, Charlotte against North Carolina, and he lit it up. Okay, one thirty nine to ten. Okay. Well, okay, no one's counting ACC championships around here anyway. This is a bigger game. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> a big one. I, okay, yeah, but but I'm okay. But but crowd. Okay, okay, okay. More more meaningful. Hundred percent. I'll I'll give you that. The more meaningful. I see but what you're saying. Hostile environment. Yes. Hostile environment. No, not even an argument, I wouldn't think. Yeah, he's got a tin um, also, with water bottles and liquor bottles flying in. Do you have, well, speaking of bottles, do you have a Gatorade, those big orange ones, full of pickle juice? Because Wiggins is going to need that. You want him to shadow Leggett all game? Do you see, this man plays every play, plays every special team, does not come out of the game, dude can barely walk and still running past people. So if Wiggins wants to follow him around all game, by all means, dude. My eyes were getting tired watching him around the field. So anybody following him around, it's going to be a problem. Listen, last year, last year, first points of the game, pick six, Jeremiah Trotter. Hats off to him. Love the kid. Top uh, first round draft pick. I've been saying it all year. We gave you guys a pick six early in the game. Then we convert a fourth down at midfield, get the ball down to the one. Spencer throws his worst pick of his life. That's two touchdowns uh, we, we gave you pretty much, right? We handed you the ball back. You guys did not score in the fourth quarter last year, and all this Clemson fumbling red zone issue started last year. Y'all started doing some dumb stuff on kick returns, <laughs> huddling up, handing the ball off to different people. So you mean it started when Cade, Cade started playing? Yeah, no, no, that's no. right. Yeah. You say it started last year. It started, started yeah. before that. started before that. And listen, I know you said Rattler played out of his mind last year. He did. He had a hell of a game. But this isn't that, that was not some fluke Spencer game. I've seen Spencer Rattler play damn near uh, phenomenal in every single game he's played. He hasn't had the blocking, and that's the issue, right? Y'all's D-line, y'all's linebacker quarter versus our offensive line. He doesn't need a lot of time. He just needs enough time. And you give this man enough time, we're going to be able to score points, but we got to be able to connect on the deep ball. On the other side of the ball, we're thin at secondary. I get it. And we're thin on the D-line. But we got athletes. So, as much as I don't want Kilgore and Eamon Worry single coverage playing man-to-man corners because they're true safeties doesn't matter throw the ball all you want to those boys i don't care they're gonna make some plays. so our defense is gonna surprise uh i think everybody in the nation we're gonna make some plays you guys are gonna turn the ball over one we're gonna make some good plays you guys are gonna cough it up at least once tangibly the ball 30 times that's at least three fumbles based on analytics i'm just telling you he's you guys are not gonna be able to hear so there's gonna be no audibles um yeah, man, it's going to be a tough environment, and we're going to win, and we're going to win by 10, and I cannot wait. I'm going to be the happiest I've ever been, dude. I can't even describe, I can't even tell you the thing I'm going to do <laughs> when we win the game, 
But Cox by 10, not 90. I'm a realist <laughs> like Clint. Cox by 10. Oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. And this time. Dude, I can't wait till y'all eat we're, your we're walking down. We're, we're walking down the stadium. I'm not gator chomping. I'm roaring and whatever the hell you Clemson Tigers do. Cockadoodle do in your face. Roaring. Sorry, man. I'm going to be ratchet. It doesn't matter. Cox by 10, bro. Dude, Cox by 10. Nate Wiggins himself is going to shut down uh, Xavier Leggett's speed. Who he, shut him you down saw all how year? he chased down Amari Hanson. Who shut who shut him down all year? Yeah, he hasn't played fucking Nate Wiggins. And then you got RJ Mickens and Andrew McCuba. Like, dude, that's the safeties. He's doubled every single no, play. No one on Georgia, Florida, Missouri, A&M's got better corners? Bruh. I'm not saying Bro. better corners. Like, but Come I'm on. saying this secondary as a whole is going to shut him down. Because we know that's all you right. got. I didn't do it last year. Because right. Juice Wells is not playing. All right. You did All we have last year was Juice Wells. Juice Wells is one of the Josh Van got hurt. Huh? And... Josh Van got hurt last yeah. year, and leg, le, X wasn't X last year, and and Juice ain't gonna be here. So now we got X. Y'all couldn't even stop Juice last year. Man's by himself running past everybody. Yeah, this defensive line and is gonna X get is so way much more pressure because your offensive line is sucked. How y'all the, stopping he's Juice? Yeah, I'll give you that. Y'all stopping goggles? Goggles ain't coming in. Yes. He, oh hey, yeah. Yes. Listen. And he gonna listen, throw the ball. Listen. I, I I guarantee right now. I said listen. Hey, to hey. Nick Harbor touchdown. Sorry, Dad. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, maybe in the I fourth know, quarter when it's say. a fucking blowout. <laughs> every time, every time. Yeah, because we're right, up by y'all, 30. Y'all feel, listen, y'all feel pretty confident. It requires a show bet. Uh, this talk about X. We need an over-under yards receiving for X. Show bet right now. Where do you want to set the line? 80. Give me your opinion. I'll give you mine. We'll meet somewhere in the middle. Like 75. 75, I was thinking the exact same thing. I think that is shutting him down because we know that's your offensive game plan. So I would say, honestly, 75 over under. And you're thinking over, I'm thinking under, right? Yeah, because that's one big play. That's 50 yards. And then the rest of the game when Niggas is tired is Wiggins, whatever. You're still going to win the bet if it's one big play, but I'm going to really be pissed about that if he gets one big play like uh, that because our defense has done that. But I'll still give you the win for that in the bet. Over under eight catches. Mm, I'm gonna say, ah, I'm gonna say over honestly because he's gonna get targeted like shit, a crazy ton, but he's not gonna get over the top. Yep. Because he's gonna right, have so like eight, nine yards. For like Wiggins 50. is not big enough. It's way over, dude. Way over seventy-five. But I admit, but yeah, really, all right, there it is, seventy-five. Because he's also you've kind of forgot about Jeremiah Trotter and Barrett Carter just sitting in the middle of the field too. What did I just tell you? So, we, we played them last year. I watched the tape from last year. We gave you the ball. We still won. We gave right. the ball twice. We still won. How con- how confident how confident are you two in that bit? Over under 75. Oh, a million percent, dude. I'll give my firstborn to the guy. Okay, the wager is we all have to go to the game next year. Wait, are they even playing next year? Yeah. Yeah. Well, We're playing they? every year, buddy. Is because they're, they're switching up the whole the whole scheduling and all that? Yeah, yeah. We're no, good. We're good. I'm not about staying. Yeah. Okay. All right. Everybody goes to the game next year. Loser has to wear the opponent's jersey. Okay. Pre-game though. Pre-game. At the oh, game. great. Yeah, you're just gonna wear Clemson gear at Clemson. pre-game. No, no, but pre-game because I'm gonna be cheering for Carolina in the stadium. So like, I would have to wear it all pre-game, like all tailgating, or vice versa. I'm I think once with we that. get into yeah. the game, yeah, that's I'm fine. That. I just think once like, that's all, fine. Or do, yeah, all tailgate. How about this? How, all about, how about this? How about this? All tailgate. All tailgate. You have to wear the opposite ones. But when you go into the stadium, you can put your right team jersey on. Now this is just this isn't for the game. This is just for the over seventy five yards. 
Yeah, that's yeah, just because yeah. y'all were okay, so oh, buddy, like, love this. Okay. hot oh, cool, about perfect, that freaking perfect, perfect, X thing. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Love it. But if but you want <laughs> an, you want an opponent. No, but there's, there's one add-on because I like what Clint said. I think there needs to be something into, inside the stadium. So, Jacob, and this will go vice versa, but I'm not going to lose this bet. This is easy. You're going to go into the stadium next year wearing your Clemson jersey, but on your little face. Actually, I don't know going to be able to do that. I need a Carolina sticker right here. Like I'm not gay. Thing. I don't wear stickers. Well, you're going to wear... All right, you're going to wear Carolina Eye Black. How about that? With the little logo. You're going to wear something Carolina on your face, dude. You I'll wear a, a fucking a black eye black. Yeah, she got me. That has, that has the Gamecock on it. It has the Gamecock. They make those. No, I'm not wearing fucking stickers. Are you going to draw it no. on my face? No, they, you can get the Carolina logo Eye Black. So you're going to wear Carolina... And then, if, and, then if, and then if I lose the bet, which I won't, I'll wear a Carolina jersey into Clemson Memorial Stadium, the fake Death Valley with Clemson Eye Black on. Or actually, I'll get Clemson face paint because they'll be doing that at the stadium. What it, what is the actual bet? Just the outright win? No, the bet is for 75 over under seventy five yards for they really get. Oh, you're saying it's part of the same bet? It's just okay. It's a different yeah, aspect. Yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to take because you wanted okay, one of you. us being embarrassed. You wanted one of us embarrassed in the stadium, which I think is cool too. So that's the way the way to do it. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I didn't know. I thought you were making a different wager, but it's the same wager, no, just no, no, different no. Uh, nah, punishment. So okay, I got you. Dude, okay. he's gonna right, have so eleven catch. He's gonna have eleven catches and hundred and sixteen yards. I'm writing this down. No, I'm gonna give you over eight catches, but it's gonna be under seventy five yards. Um, yeah, we're just doing the yards. What's your final own. score? Final score of this game. What you got? That's about ten. I will go twenty four game cost. I will go 35. Let me go 35 28. Carolina. 35 28. Carolina. I've got 42 20 Clemson. And then JC, you got what? 34 24 Cox. All right, boys. All right, See I got two Saturday. special guests. Want to make a pick on? I got I got two people coming in. My sister's gonna come make a make a pick on this game real quick. Let's go. Give them the mic. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. They're they're coming in. They're coming in. Just give me There's a second. No way. Oh man, I cannot wait for this game. With You're gonna look this so secondary. good with Carolina eye block on. No, 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 no. There's no way with this secondary. Bro, you're really tripping. The linebackers. You are tripping. If we do, I've got something to say to our defensive coordinator because this is the yeah, one thing yeah, we cannot allow. Like, Mario Anderson, you do. he's not even, he's barely a running back. Give him 50 yards. I don't care. He's not going to. Barely like, a run- running back. Oh, my God. All right. We got two Just, special guest picks. Oh, man. Matt, Maddie's going to be first. Maddie, give me your take on the Carolina Clemson game. I think Carolina will win. And so is Max. I will not be at the game, though. That's all I got. Um, the Strong quarterback's tape. name is <laughs> Spencer Rattler. What a fan. Also, Nailed it. Oh, my God. Nailed it. known as his new nickname is Rattlesnake. Start that. I don't think that's new by any means. He's going to Carolina now. There we go. Gonna... You got. Carolina I'll throw up the. That's all, you, that's all you got. Let's go. They beat Kentucky. They did. Saturday, we'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Going to this game. <laughs> How many points are we gonna win by? Thirteen. Fourteen. You took fourteen. All right. You heard it here hey, first. Let's go. By thirteen and fourteen. And Spencer Rattler. See, listeners, I'm on an island all by myself. No one's. 
Always no have been, always me. will. And I've got three national championships. Hope you, I hope you, you have some Andy Venom with them national championships because it's been some rattles. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get out of here. All right. No one knows anything about Vanny. <laughs> All right, we heard it here first, probably the worst take of all time, but uh thought they had something better. They definitely had something better yes. planned, and they just forgot. Totally yep. forgot. Came all right, boys. Well, conviction. Jacob, we still own the state, and then Saturday at 7.30, we'll fight it out again for it. How about that? Yes, sir. That's the best the best way to put it. I'll see you at the tailgate. Did y'all even, we'll did y'all even mention the fact that y'all are going to be... Yeah, I was about to say, I don't even think y'all mentioned, maybe you did not miss it, but that y'all are actually going to be at the game, so... I, I hope we come to the uh, the the reaction pod, and I see black eyes, oh. cotton in the nose, oh. like oh. just absolute terror on these screens, man. Oh, I was gonna be dragging them down be... the spiral staircase coming down. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? We uh we sat in that same section. We actually have to go up a lot of steps. It's not the the thing, unfortunately. So I didn't want to tell ah. you that and get you all disappointed. But maybe maybe you still take that route. I don't know. But yes, we are gonna be at the game. We're gonna be tailgating. I uh, can't wait to be in that environment because last week was crazy and this week's going to be even crazier. Um, so hopefully you make it out alive, Jacob. We'll see. We'll see. Sounds good, brother. It's All right, on. Clint, Cox by 90. Screw the Tigers. That's right, baby. Listen, hey, no matter what happens, man, it's been a good damn regular season. And Jacob has yet. been an absolute professional. Jake has been a professional dealing with us two knuckleheads, especially you. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm proud of him. He made it through and he was a gentleman about it up until, you know, the whole win by 17 and a half. That, that was a little out of, out of yeah. pocket, but I'll let that slide because he's been pretty cool the rest of the way. So, man, I appreciate your voice. And I can't wait for an awesome week. And then we get into some, some, some playoff football outside of, and then championships too. So it's going to be fun. Yes, okay. sir. Can't argue that. Good, good point, Clint. Sorry, Jacob. He's right. He's right. <laughs> All right, boys. Go Tigers. Next, next time we talk, we will be celebrating the Tigers. Go Cox. Hey, Jacob, wear something over your face. Don't wear goggles. Well, we got Sandstorm coming. Let's go. Thank y'all for